the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here, string. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell gonna try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Splitline Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon Whitehair, guys. What is going on? What is going on, everybody? We're back better than ever. We took a week off. Uh, We went to some races this weekend. We went to the High Point ATV Motocross National. It did not disappoint. We'll be talking about that here in a minute. Uh, It was good. Good show coming up. Oh, yeah. We got a good show coming up. We got two awesome guests coming on the line. We got... ATV XC1 GNCC Pro Austin Abney coming on the line. We also have XC2 Dirt Bike Pro Liam Draper coming on the line, and uh, we're going to be excited talking to those guys about some good racing. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Before <laughs> we get going, though, we got to thank our awesome sponsors, Guts Racing. Since 1985, they've been a leader in seat innovation and technology. You can get your Guts seat cover this weekend for free. Ooh. Free? If for free, free, if you win the split line fantasy game, Uh-oh. so make sure you guys get your picks in, make sure you guys get your team set, stalk those riders out, pick your teams, let's go. Guts Racing has been a leader in seat innovation technology. You don't have to trust people like me, trust people like Thad Duvall, trust people like Joel Hetrick, who just is. Putting on a clinic right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, trust those guys. Those guys put the seat covers to the test, and uh, trust me, you will not be disappointed. Seal Savers, they have been in the business since for 20 years. First, an original fork protection. They save the seals in your forks. They save the seals in your coils if you're an ATV guy. They save the seals in the forks if you're a a mountain bike guy. Truck, side-by-side. Anything you guys need to save the seals. We're saving we're saving them. We're saving. Can't them. save them from like save, from thinking, sharks. But saving we can dollar save them. signs, guys. Saving, yeah. saving dollar signs. Saving money. Saving money. Brandon's been using his um, oh, yeah. at the uh, races this year. Oh yeah, it's been great. I've not so much been using mine, but Devin's <laughs> been using mine. We pulled. We pulled. Devin liked them so much. Devin Masters, uh, he pulled them off my bike and decided to take them to go GNCC racing and loves them. Yeah, so that's good to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Good and uh, they're. Their products are already affordable, but now you can save 25% off of anything that they have. We're talking seal savers, palm savers, whatever, Watch, yeah. anything foot, else savers. Foot peg savers. Foot peg savers. You can save 25% by using the discount code SPLITLINE with a capital S. Save 25%. Sunstar Chain and Sprockets. I don't know what they're made of, but Brandon does. Case hard and still, baby. That's why they are the best and strongest sprockets and chains made in the business people like brandon trust them that's right people like austin abney trust them uh 
Best. There's a whole list. I mean, they're, they're the top Bryce of the line. Bryson Neal. Top yeah. of the line products, and they are sweet. And you can save a cool 30% by using this discount code SPLITLINE30. So get on there, save 30%, get the best sprockets and chains in the business and get going we also got to thank uh xc gear yeah. xc gear we're going to be giving away another mako 360 here pretty soon oh boy you might get it on your atv you might get it on your dirt bike or maybe a mountain bike maybe well a mountain bike's the hammerhead 360 that's right oh that's right that's yeah. right, yeah. That's right. You, uh xc gear they're one of our newer sponsors and uh i'm so pumped to have them on board yeah. lance is top of the line person makes top of the line products um if you want a great steering dampener bar mount yeah you look no further than xc gear right they make top of the line they help you ride longer stronger faster and uh just like everybody likes right isn't a song or something yeah. like that <laughs> we when we finally make our commercial we'll turn that into a song i <laughs> yeah, like that right. idea yeah. and then once you get all that stuff i'm not gonna steal your end of the oh, you're show good. bit yeah. but uh uh we got to go racing at mount state hair scrambles they uh just uh had a race this past weekend and uh, Beckley, I believe. No, not Beckley. No, Buck Cannon. Uh, Buck Cannon. Yes. One of those B words. <laughs> <laughs> they went to Buck Cannon, had a race. Uh, Adam McGill won the ATVs. And our li very own Liam Draper, uh, that's coming on the line here in a little bit, he won for the dirt bikes. So yeah. uh, I heard it was a great track this weekend. I heard there was a good turnout. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, go racing there. Yeah. I mean, it's where I would go if I, I was going to run some woods. If I was going to run some woods, that's where I would go as well. <laughs> I'm going to try to be, make it to the next round to uh, pit, pit and uh, have some fun there. But, uh, so, yeah, awesome, awesome series for so sure. So how many times this weekend at the track did you get asked when you were on a race again? Did you, was you, like, taking tallies? <sighs> a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, if we saw you up at a high – we saw a few people at high point. Yeah. It was cool to talk to people. And uh, it kind of got the – you know, you got – it's like, oh, man, oh, yeah. like to be out the there. Old, the old... Uh, but see, it's it's. I never want to be out there until I'm at the track, and they're like, that's the part that's fun. All right. You well, know like, what I mean? Like, the work the... leading up to it and, like, yeah. everything right now is just, you know. But let's talk a bit, little bit about the ATV motocross yeah. at High Point. Dude, um, it was awesome. It was funny because me and my boy was walking around the pits, and uh, we were in into chat right before the first practice, and we're, you know, we're, like, just talking and chat, come over and give Colton the fist bump and stuff, and we're just talking... Then I started asking about a season. He's like, man, it's just not what I want. He said, but I'm bringing my A game today. Comes out first moto, swinging and hole shots, and uh, we were in for a hell of a race. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, started off the day, though, um, uh, Jeffrey Restrella. Did you see that get-off that he had? Yeah. yeah. That Ever was that. gnarly. Yeah, he was. He was. I mean, I've only seen a couple of guys do it. Um, Thomas Brown was really Thomas good. Thomas Brown at, comes to mind yeah. when it comes to that jump, particularly. When it comes to that jump, but uh, he was close. Rastrelli was close. Just you just had to perfect it just a little bit more. I mean, but. that's one of those jumps. If you don't know what we're talking about, Jeffrey Rastrelli wrecked going into the roller section where you jump over the uh, tunnel. The tunnel. Yeah, you hit uh, downside the first one like the dirt bikes do on the nationals, but yeah. on a quad. Not even many dirt bikes do it though. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, it's, it's a gnarly jump. It's it I is. mean, it's it definitely it's a, a it's a blind jump. It's a sure. leap of faith, that's for sure. Yeah. Hey Doug, let me know if the audio is sounding good. Uh, I am not sick, so that's concerning that the audio doesn't sound <laughs> right. Oh boy. So uh, if it's sounding all right, give me the uh, a okay. We appreciate the uh, heads up. So um, speaking of the uh, the races, uh, um, man. I tell you what, the first moto, like you were saying, mm -hmm. just just a barn burner, and it was so cool that that uh, he made the pass. Mm -hmm. uh, Joel Hedrick, that has made the pass. Okay, Doug said we're good. Okay, cool. 
that he made the pass right there by us going up uh, the uphill triple. Yeah. Actually, he made the pass going down, down off hill. that hill. That and hill was guys, sick, dude. If you guys weren't there, you have, and if you've not been there, you have no idea how steep that downhill actually it is. is. Yeah. We're talking like it'd probably be hard to walk up and down. Oh, yeah, for sure. For and, sure. And, and Hetrick came off of that absolutely pinned. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was so cool to see just two titans in the sport mm -hmm. just hammering it out. And then you had a really good battle for, for third yeah. uh, with Bryson Ford and, um, uh, <laughs> Brandon Hogue. Brandon Hogue, thank you. Yeah, you're good. Uh, uh, yeah, dude, it was insane. Did you see Hogue when he came up that triple trying to make the pass at first and like literally got up on his back? Like the quad was up on his back. And we're like, oh, boy. And uh, then it settled down after that. It was pretty crazy. Talk about sending it off the hill, man. Hogue was on it on the second moto coming off that hill. Like it was insane. When I think of Hogue, like Hogue is one of those guys that rides with just a ton of heart. Yeah. And it's so cool to see because like – if he could get a start and get up there, and we know, we both know, we both raced at High Point. Mm -hmm. That track is pretty narrow. Yeah. It's hard. One line. It's very one line. It's yeah. hard to pass, especially on an ATV. And um, if you don't get the start, and then you it, then you get a bad start like him and Rostrelli mm -hmm. did in the second moto, it just your work is cut out for you for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, those dudes in the second moto, Rostrelli and and Hogue, hats off to them guys, man, because they were literally last plays, like half a track down because i think they got together and tangled up in the in, in the first turn and um uh, they caught the pack and they were working their way through so hats off to those guys they rid their butts off and uh dude it, it was insane like joel hetrick right now dude that bike is in he's got that thing dialed I, i've never seen a bike anybody ride a quad like that uh lately um especially on a motocross track how and, about that little um I don't want to say incident, but that little coming together with uh, Rastrelli, I believe that was like lap two or three of the uh, first, first moto. moto. Yeah. Yeah, they both about uh, <laughs> They both about they came about off both the bike. That, you know, it was funny because of, of all the areas in the track, that particular part of the track seemed to be a little sketchier. Um, we both noticed the braking bumps yeah. to the inside, of, and it there really wasn't a lot of room to make a pass there. No. So it was surprising that he was able to even attempt a yeah. pass there. I don't know how he pulled it off because his front tire hit the out, uh, the inside of the rear tire and it about wrecked. I think the only reason he got the pass was like, it almost took Rastrelli off the track. Yeah, I don't, I think if uh, Rastrelli, if he wouldn't have touched Rastrelli, I think Rastrelli would have passed him. Yeah. Coming back in, coming back in yeah. right there. But yeah. Uh, speaking of wrecks though, did you see that wreck in, um, uh, you talking about the one where he um, hit that skip jump and on the start? On the start stretch, yeah. yeah. He sent it. I saw that wreck happen live, but the uh, announcer's tower was kind of blocking my vision, so mm. I just saw the bike cartwheeling. Yeah. So to see what actually happened, who? I mean, <laughs> I, th I believe that was in Brett Music's class. I, yeah, I believe pro sport. Pro sport class. So whoever that was, he was sending it. If you've not seen it, go to who has it. Uh, it would be Rip It Up Films. Yeah, Rip It Up Films has the video of that, so check that out. It's pretty gnarly. Yeah. It's pretty gnarly. It was a great weekend. Yeah, it was a good weekend of racing. Happy to be back at the track. Uh, yeah. for It's been a while since I've been to a ATV uh, Pro National, so yeah. happy to be back there and uh, talk to some of the guys, talk to our buddy Brett Music a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked more about mowers than we did about, <laughs> about ATV racing. Old life, but, old man life. But, um, I mean, no, Brett's doing a cool thing with owning a team. Mm -hmm. Um I love that the main sponsor of Brandon Hogue is a lawn care. Right. 
Uh, There's no better way, not, and especially quad racing. Yeah, you talk about you know that it's a that's a grassroots team, mm -hmm. and it's so cool to see him being able to be in the position to back a team like that, and then have the rider. Mm -hmm. A quality of rider that yeah. can not only put it on the podium, but somebody that I could see winning very, very soon. Oh yeah. I mean, Brandon Hogue's got the heart, he's got the drive, he's got the talent. He's on a Honda. He wants to be on a Honda. Right. Because remember last year he switched to a Yamaha yeah, for a little he bit. Didn't like it. And he wasn't a huge fan of the Yamaha, but he he wants to be on the Honda for sure. Yeah. So yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Um lawn, lawn mowing business has put has put a lot of motocross guys or woods guys and motocross guys. Through, through the races over the years. I mean, Joe, you're, remember, looking, at, you're you, looking at one. <laughs> you remember Josh Upperman? That's what he did. Yeah. Man, yeah. I mean, you know, he ran. Uh, I know Josh Upperman probably feels like it's been years and years, but. Uh, man, uh, speaking of Josh Upperman, that's been a long time since we've right. seen, seen, seen him. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's what he did uh, through the summertime. I mean, a lot of people do it. Um, you know, so it's a good it's it's, it's good. a good business. I, <laughs> I've made a living off of it. So if you needed your arm head, give me a call. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, it was good to be back at the races. It was good to be uh, yeah. um, uh, kind of talking up with some old friends. Yeah. Uh, saw Michael Lancaster there, yeah. so uh, he wants to come in studio sometime. Cool. So, yeah, speaking of coming in studio, this coming week we are going to be having Jeff Harvey uh, from Hardcore Harvey Motorsports and uh, the Hardcore Harvey uh, podcast. He's going to be coming in studio and uh, hanging out with us. Sweet. So we'll talk to him uh, next week, next Wednesday at seven, and. Um, uh, we'll see what kind of uh, people we can get on the line to yeah. to talk to talk with him. So, uh, so fantasy, Brandon, tell me about your fantasy oh, this week. Well, my fantasy was <laughs> terrible because can we sum it up quickly? <laughs> real quick, I'll sum it up real quick because you know you sent me a text. Don't forget about your fantasy. I'm like, oh, I got plenty of time. You know, after I races, sent you that text, I almost and the only thing that got me through and like hurried up and picked a team was the knowing that I told you and it looked really stupid if I told you not to forget and then I forgot. Um was really bad. I was like, oh, I got, I'll have time between the races. I was helping my nephew. He raced um, this weekend, so I was helping pet him a little bit and give him some support. I was like, in between races, I'll, I'll throw him on in. High point, T-Mobile, not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> I had like one bar, then zero bars. They wouldn't even load up the page. So I didn't get any picks in. These day races are, are just they're they're killing rough. Me. They're, they're killing rough. Me. They're rough. So uh, over at the Pulpamex side, uh, Justin Groff took the win. Justin. <sighs> yep. Congratulations, yep. buddy. You finally did it. That's starting that kind of reminded me of Anderson's clap for Tomac. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin, Justin won this week. Uh, Jay Bear uh, took second. Actually, I'm sorry. They tied. Ooh. They tied. Kyler Murray took third. This is kind of like retro from last year, isn't yeah. it? These guys. Uh, Mr. Poopy Butt took fourth. RJ255 took fifth. Man, that doesn't seem right, does it? No. Uh, I squeaked it in the top ten, and I think the only reason why I did that was because I got both the first to the finish <laughs> lines right. So I don't think my team did very good, but I got that, I got that cool 30 extra points there. Uh, and in the – hang on. In the um, – the series overall, Still I believe Mason. Mason's going to take it. Yeah. I believe Mason's going to take it. He's up on GNCC 62243 by about 70 points. But uh, So, Mason, you're going to be winning some steel savers. Congratulations. <laughs> and uh, GNCC 62243. 
4-3, you uh, might be in line for a uh, split-line T-shirt. <laughs> Mason as well. We'll get you a split-line T-shirt. <laughs> Mr. Preby Butt is in third. Marty Seal Savers is in fourth. And Justin Groff has bumped his way up to fifth overall. Yeah. So what happened over in the uh, – um. Ever in the Rocky Mountainside, guys, uh, B. Moretta, man, he has been on fire. He is uh, right now holding it down with 789, and he's 705th overall ranked with uh, Jeremy DeWitt in second, uh, McIvory in third, Ronnie B. is in fourth, Guthrie 441 is in fifth, Jay Groff is in sixth. He's starting to kill it in both leagues. Uh, Big Ben is in seventh. MX Girls in eighth. Not not good. Eight ninety eight nine and Jay in tenth. So it's it's uh, we've seen some toss ups over there. I didn't even play that this week. I didn't play anything. I didn't get a chance, <laughs> man. I thought I had time. I was like, shoot. So let's just real quick just dive into the uh, Supercross end of the season. It's kind of like. It's, I'm more excited about motocross now than I am. I am, too. I am, too. With the Dunge? Yep, Dunge's coming back. Uh, we got the 2-2-2 coming overseas. Yeah. It's going to be a good season. I'm really excited about it. Tomac is kind of up in the air with the knee. You don't really know what's going on. I think he's going to be ready. He's not going to be yeah. racing this weekend. No, he's though. not racing this weekend. He said he will be at the races, but he will not be racing this weekend. Um, and I, I was kind of confused and, and when he was – because I listened to him talk on a podcast and stuff um, – he said his MCL would heal him, heal itself. I didn't know that either. I was like, huh? I trust his doctor I mean, more than I trust yeah, myself. Yeah, I mean, though, his doctor is probably way better than what I've ever heard. But I'm yeah. like, okay, dude, that's that's cool. Um, MCL's on the inside of the knee, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's gonna be a wild season because like I really don't know what to expect. Fernandez has been training for uh, outdoors yeah, for a while. Yeah, like that so. dude. You can't count. And it's so funny. No one's. No one has mentioned him at all. It's been Tomac, Tomac, um, Corolla. We all suffer from short-term memory loss. Yeah, we really we do. do. <laughs> we really do. I mean, Fernandez. I mean, there were some close battles, but he was the standout guy mm. last year, head and shoulders above everybody else, right. more consistent than anybody else. Mm. And he he just he he wanted it more, it seemed mm. like. And now he's been kind of away, yeah, quiet. Away from the sport and everybody's like, huh? You know. If people forgetting about him. Yeah. You know who somebody else people was forgetting about that's been away and quiet and Who's away that? from the sport? Kenny. Oh, Ken. <laughs> everybody's like well, I mean, everybody loves Ken, but the two guys that finished one and two last year, yeah, yeah, are are going to be coming in with fresh. I would say fresher, fresher <laughs> than everybody else. I mean, fresher, fresh. fresher than uh, fresher than Tomac for yeah. sure. I mean, how fresh is Dungey going to be? <laughs> uh, very fresh. Hey, <laughs> and then Doug Kirk, thank you for mentioning that. Um, Aaron Plessinger yeah, will be will be coming back, back as well. So I don't really know what to expect. Right. You know, I don't know what to expect from Dungey. I don't know. Because the thing is, is like, will Dungey have the pace? Right. Dude, they said they said he's been riding. I know. And and, 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 I've, and supposedly there's videos out there of him pounding sand tracks like the old days. and I know. But, but and all this. I mean, it's not race pace by any means. The dude can ride. I, he, he, he can. Was, he can. I, I'm not taking anything away from him. But I just, when you are in that pack of riders, mm-hmm. though, and you, that's a, an intensity you can't replicate. Right. And I'm curious to, as to how he'll do with that because he was never the balls out speed guy. No. He was no. always the outlast you and I have more stamina than right. you do and I'll, I'll see you at the end of the race right. type guy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, 
dude, the guy's always in shape. He knows how to get in shape. You know, he knows what it takes. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's, it's like hard not to count him out. Yeah, it's been six years. Six years. Six years. Six years. Yeah. Since he's been in a race. But, you know, um, you know, do you, do you think he does more than two? Yeah. You think? Like, I heard this on um, the Pulp Review podcast, and it, it was a really, really good point. Jason Thomas uh, mentioned it. He said, if somebody is going to do just two random series, they're not going to do the two worst races of the year. Right. Him and Caroli are doing the first two rounds for a reason. Well, they always say two. I think it's because either one can go really bad, and then if the second one goes really bad, we're like, ah, we were just, I was just having fun. It was just having this fun. This is for fun. Exactly. For fun. Just, just having fun, just guys. Don't worry out. about it. We're, yeah. just, we're just playing around. But if one goes bad and one goes really good, it's like, hmm. And, and then we're, are they starting at Paula or are they starting at uh, – It's Paula. Is it Paula? Paula and okay. Hangtown. Well, the thing is, is, is everybody practices at Paula. Yeah. So is Paula really even a good definer of, of, the, right. of the season? We You see a lot of outliers at, happen at Paula. I mean – um, you know, look at, uh, I'm trying to think of an example who, who almost won the two fifties last year. It was, um, no, man, you're really stretching my brain now. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> Anyways. But, but the thing is, is like Paula is, is one of those tracks that these guys practice and put so much time on that. It really doesn't replicate what you're going to see at the rest of the races. So I think that one's kind of a washout, but if you're going to run for points, you got to run that one. Right. So I think you see, it's an interesting tactic by KTM though. It having, is. having, they, Caroli, ha- they have to, there's no one else. There's, there's, there's nobody no else. one else. AP. And he's coming a- off, being off being in an injury, and yeah. and you know you what never do you think know. Coop skipping. Um, he's got a lot going on. I don't know if he's going to have to have surgery or not surgery or or heal up from that from the last incident he had in Supercross. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what that is. I don't know if you guys can hear that or not. That's the uh, my air compressor kicking on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was blowing up some tires. Janky, huh? janky show. <laughs> I, I guarantee no one can hear that. Nobody can it's hear that. Just it's just us. us. Yeah, Doug, let us know if you can hear that that air compressor that just kicked on. But jeez, <laughs> what are um, we doing here? What uh, are we I don't even know. doing here? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I ask myself that sometimes. No, but uh, I mean, I don't think there's anyone else. And then, you, did you know that Dungey actually flew over and talked? Like, he literally left the country to yeah, go get because, these two races. Um, because Roger DeCoster wasn't going to back him. Right. Because DeCoster was like, I've heard this before. You want to come mm-hmm. race, but yeah. uh, I'm not going to stick my neck out for you. Right. Oh, Doug says he can hear it. Awesome. Great. Awesome. Great. When, when was that bad boy going to kick off? Hopefully soon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What a crap nice. show. This is awesome. Yeah. Um, We're turning into the bottleneck live over here, just winging is, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mikey and DQ. It's a good vibration. <laughs> That's that's weird. <laughs> yeah, right. Now it'd be time for that good commercial. Yeah, it will be time for a good commercial right now. So, um, but now I'm excited. Uh, so, who do you think wins the last Supercross race? Uh man, do you think anybody can stop Anderson? Um, I think everybody's hoping Mookie will. <laughs> so stupid. This is awesome. You got that set on a timer, don't you? There, there it is. we go. Okay. Right. Here in about 45 minutes, you'll kick it on again. Uh, no. I would love to see Mookie do it, but man, Anderson, I think, is on kind of a statement yeah. right now because I think he would really like to win the majority races this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's tied with Eli right now. I believe it's six races yeah. apiece. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So six or seven. So if he can get that one up on on Tomac, he can kind of pull a what Tomac used to do right. win most of the races and lose the championship. Lose the championship, yeah, and, and win a hundred thousand. You know. Do you think that if uh, who would you pick to win the championship if if there wasn't those midseason mishaps? Mm, I don't know. I mean, Tomac was looking strong until he hurt his knee, and no one knew he hurt his knee. So, yeah. I mean, that changes a lot. He was just trying to milk it to get through the season. I yeah. mean, they both were on on different uh, on different playing fields for sure. Um, they both had their strongest points, and and uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think the biggest question is going to be who's going to get third place between Barsha, Mook, and uh, um, Muskin. I think. Mm, because I think it's between think Muskin and, and Mookie. It's um, well, Bar, Bar, Bam Bam and Mookie are tied. Uh, Muskin's down like eight to ten points, but oh, if those true. two have a bad race, he can steal it, and that's big money for third. He, yeah, he definitely could do that. That's yeah. gonna be interesting. I mean, there's always little storylines to watch. I wish we had a championship to watch. All right, for sure though. Yeah. I mean, I think. Oh, well, we, we still We do. We got Craig. I mean, crazy. I finished like what thirteenth or something like that. Oh, I mean, it can happen. I, I mean, know he broke happen. his foot in qualifying last year. That's true. I think uh, he'd ride with a broken foot this time. <laughs> I think I would. <laughs> Peg leg it. That's right. Yeah. Oh, geez. So, hey, let's switch gears. Let's, let's go. Switch let's gears, talk. Yeah. Let's talk it's, GNCC. We got a, we got a race. We're Finally, a G, we are a GNCC podcast. Finally. We can't be talking. I've Jeez. been told. I've been told we can't talk about. Uh, we can't talk about uh, Supercross. I, that's right. So, <laughs> let's talk a little bit of GNCC. Let's talk about the Hoosier. The Hoosier. Hoosier coming up. Uh, you want to call Iron Man prep round, whatever you want to call oh, it. Yeah. Um, they're going to Indiana. They're going to race at the. The Ironman track. Um, I tell you what, ATV-wise, I'm really excited about this race. I think it's going to be a good one. Um, you know, uh, we got a good we got a b good battle for the points mm -hmm. right now. Oh, yeah. We got a good battle for the points right now. I think Bryson is in a good spot. Uh, he's won two in a row. Mm -hmm. And do you think either of them's cooled off in this three weeks break we just had? Mm -hmm. I think they've been both been no, pushing. I think Walker and uh, you know, Walker does not like losing yeah. twice in yeah. a row, mm -mm. and and now we're on the cusp of possibly losing three times in a row. I don't think he likes yeah. that at all. Yeah. And um, this track, I'm going to say, kind of doesn't it kind of favor Bryson Neal a little bit? I mean, it seems to in the past. Um, I mean, I think it's a track that everybody really likes. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say they haven't liked Iron Man. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think, you know, Bryson's pulled out a couple in the last couple times uh, over Fowler, but um, I don't think it was a big, big difference um, in time, if I if I remember right. Um, but it's a it's a fast track. Right. And that kind fast. of tends to lean more towards to Bryson. To yeah. Bryson. Yeah. And I've also heard it's going to be a lot of rain there. Um, there. There's been a lot of rain so far this weekend. Right. Uh, might slow does, down a little bit. Does that does that uh, give somebody like a Hunter Hart mm -hmm. the good vibes, or does that give the local guy of Austin Abney uh, a chance some, to sneak a chance, up there? Chance to sneak up there. You know, I, this is a this is a track right here that is right in his wheelhouse. He's been yeah. amazing at this track before. Um, I remember watching his championship XC2 run at this uh, on this track, and he just, I think he was close to finishing to a podium overall from the second row. So I mean, he's. Um, He's uh, he's ready to go, and uh, I'm excited to talk to him about it. Devin Masters, uh, thanks for joining us, buddy. He said he's ready to go win. Heck yeah! Uh, Is he riding the stalker the or the or the race yeah, bike? Yeah, Devin, what are you riding? <laughs> we riding the stalker? Or we riding the race bike? Either way, you better have those seal savers on. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, do we do we see a third winner this week? 
Possible. Possible. I mean, you know, somebody like Cole Richardson, he won there last right. year. He could get in there and win. Um, Devin, you know, Feehan. Devin Feehan, uh, Hunter Hart, um, uh, Austin Abney. I mean, these guys, like, you take yeah. Iron Man, and it's kind of like a beast of its yeah. own. So uh, I'm really excited to see what goes on at that track this weekend. Uh, we'll be watching from Racer TV. But then John Pitt. the following race, John Penton, we will be – we will be there, and we will be ready to watch some good racing. Yep. Are you going to race there? Thinking about it. You thinking about it? Thinking about it. Well, we'll, we'll see how the weather is. Yeah. See how I am. We'll be there. We'll be mingling. Yeah. We'll have t-shirts if you guys want t-shirts. By the way, we're not out of t-shirts, but we have limited sizing. We're close. So we are you, close. We are close to being out of t-shirts. So if you guys want a t-shirt, hit us up. Yeah. Um, My box is getting thin. Brandon's box is getting thin. <laughs> Mine is uh, is somewhat thin. Yeah. Um, that just reminded me. I I forgot to send Devin his uh, t-shirt. I know. I know. Slipping. I, I know. Well, you're the mailman now. You've been. You've been. Brandon's <laughs> taking over the mail. Uh, the mailman situation. I, I pass that on to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she does an amazing job. She does. Yeah. She does. Oh, geez. So we have a uh, Tyler McNabb said he lives 45 minutes south and it's rained all day. Tuesday and it's supposed to rain Thursday evening and Friday as well. Oh, might be a mutter. It's gonna be a mutter. It might be a mutter. Definitely gonna be a mutter. And that track is one of those tracks. That it, it, I don't know what's. If it seems like the water stands on the track, yeah. Rather than getting muddy, yeah. So you end up running through a lot of standing water and a lot of slick. Let's areas. hope. Let's hope it doesn't turn into the last race of the year at Ironman. I, I don't. That'd be bad. You mean two year. Oh, last year. Yeah, last yeah. year. That'd be bad. Um, but I'll tell you what though, um, all the, the bike side is everybody's dude, Stu Baylor's back on the bike. Stu Baylor's back on the bike. I didn't think we we're going to see him to like summer break. What, what, <laughs> He's what, a what wild changed? Man. He's a wild what man. He took, he took fifth in the U S sprint endure this past weekend. Stu, dude. Congratulations. You're gnarly, man. dude. I mean, gnarly. and I don't think he's happy with that finish. No. No. I mean, he, he I don't he, think uh, that he's going to be racing GNCC till snowshoe though. I think that's the really yeah because I don't think he's ready for the three hours. Oh, if he's riding a bike, I guarantee you. We'll he see. hasn't said, but he, I mean, he you know he likes to play those head games. Fan, he might fantasy be, players, you better be ready. It could be a dark horse. Yeah, you, you guys got until an hour before the ATV race to get your fantasy teams in. So make sure you do that. Uh, so why don't we get Austin on the line? Yeah, we get, get Austin, Austin on, on the yep. line. Yeah. talk to him about talk some. To him. Get some. Uh, see what the local boy has to say. Hello, Austin. What's going on? Hey, hey it's man. Cooper and uh, Brandon from the Split Line Show. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us tonight, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we're live right now. Uh, I don't think I told you at the beginning <laughs> with we'd be live. So welcome to the live show. <laughs> awesome, perfect. <laughs> hey, man, thanks for coming on tonight. We appreciate your time, and uh, uh, man, lo really look forward to uh, bench racing with you a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we're. Uh... We're ready for the weekend. You yeah. good, man? Uh, so going into Indiana this weekend, uh, uh, the Hoosier or whatever, if you want to call it, the uh, Ironman uh, prep race. <laughs> um, yeah. Is this your favorite track? I would have to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I've had some good, some good races here. Um, 
and it's only about 25 minutes from home. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I would say that's nice. I would say that's nice for sure. Um, yeah. So, you know, this is this being your second year in the pro class, um, um, you know, I, I know that this year you've kind of been battling a little bit of uh, back injuries, I think, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, it's, so. uh, it's not been the year we were, we were looking forward to, um, but, I mean, that's racing. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like, you know, from time to time, everybody always ends up battling something, uh, whether it be, uh, you know, bike or 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 some kind of pain related. But, uh, no, we're glad to see you out there. And uh, especially, you know, this race coming up, it's it's uh, right in your wheelhouse. And, uh, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's awesome to to look forward to this race for sure. Yeah, yeah, we had a good uh, good run to IXCR a couple weeks ago. Uh, Devin and Bryson showed up, and uh, we had a blast there. Um, we battled all day. Uh, Devin ended up getting away from me there towards the the last two laps. I tried to fight a tree, and the tree won. But uh, we finished <laughs> there, and you know had a had a good uh, weekend. So you know we're looking forward to it this weekend. I know I can run run better than I am. I just gotta you know put my head down and and uh, you know just just ride like I'm at a local. All right. Yeah, it's crazy how you say that because like everybody says like locals are different than GNCC, you know, races, and it's just it always blows my mind because you would think like Walker Fowler's the seven, eight times, seven times champion, and and but like he'll go to locals and you guys can beat him, and and it's like what? How's this even possible? But um, uh, it it it's just crazy to see how much your mindset changes from a, a local race to a national race. Yeah, yeah, the, the mindset is a it's a big thing and it even goes to it's kind of got a funny story for that i had physical therapy for my back yesterday and um he he was wanting me to do some stretches and some stuff with some uh, barbells um to just just to see where i was at and he's like just go till you can't anymore and i only made like a minute doing this exercise and he's like that's all you got you can go (laughs) run a race for two hours and you can only make a minute on this i said I said it's a mindset. If I knew I was going out here and you were going to test me on this, I would have came in with a different mindset. And you know, so it, it, there's a lot of a mind game involved. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's true. And it's one of those things like you know, um, back when I was racing, you work out and you get your heart rate up to like what it is when when you're racing, and it's just like golly, I can't stay here very long. Right. But then when you're racing, it's a completely different story. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah, the in- the intensity level is it, it blows my mind, and every time uh, I put I wear my watch and I put it on, and I'm like sitting, just sitting, waiting to go on the track. It's like 190. I'm like, oh my god, like <laughs> she's 190. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? No, but yeah. Uh, so um, how we? Uh, I know last year it was your first year on a Yamaha, right? Uh, yeah, we switched uh, actually on summer break. Okay, that's right. Um, how we how we uh, we getting used to the Yamaha or? Yeah, we're getting there. I mean. The thing with the Honda was, you know, I ran it for what seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. So, I I had it the way I liked it. I had the shocks right. I had the 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 engine package right. I had my intake set up right. And um, we're just kind of struggling with some of that this year. Um, although every race is we're learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, we've gone through a couple pistons this year. Um, <laughs> we're, we're learning how to how to keep the Yamaha, uh, you know, at least run at least two hours. And um, we've been able to do that, but at the end of the two hours, um, it usually needs a little bit of work to, <laughs> to get her back to, you know, t- tip-top shape. But right. uh, like I said, we're learning to uh, take with the, the good with the bad and uh, just, just get it figured out. 
Well, my question is, is how, like when you did make that switch, how much crap did you get from Old Man McGill? Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I still do. I still do. I think he tried to call me about two hours ago. He called me twice. I tried to call him back once. He didn't call me. He didn't answer. So he must be mad at me again. <laughs> that, seems about, that seems about right. <laughs> uh, so, you know, going back to like kind of the local thing, uh, was, that, was that local race, was that on the Ironman facility, the I- IXCR? No, no, we don't race there at, at any locals. But okay. It was, um, it was down in Martinsville. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, you know, one thing I've always noticed when it, when it comes to difference between locals and nationals, it seems like the tracks just develop differently, and I don't know why that is. I, I mean, it seems like the lines uh, at a national are, are, are quite a bit different uh, than, than what you see at a local race. I, I would 100% agree. And in my mind, locals and nationals are two different ball games. Um, you know, nationals is you go out there and you see who the fastest really is. Um, locals, you go out there. Don't get me wrong. You still have to be quick. You have to, you know, hold it wide open. But you also learn who can get around traffic, who can get around the mud holes, um, and still makes it to the finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially at the Indiana locals. I mean, we've got a lot of, I would say, 75% of our tracks have mud holes in them. <laughs> um, like this last weekend, it was dry. Weather was great. It was like 80 degrees. And there was dust in the fields, and then it was just you go down in the down in the woods, and it was just there was like six mud holes that were, I'm talking waist deep. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, um, and that's just, that's just an Indiana race. I mean, so you never know. You learn over the years which tracks are are you know, can handle the water, which ones can handle being dry, but then have the mud, you know, mud sections down in the field or in the woods. Um, but yeah, they're, they're two different ball games for sure. And I think some of it has to do with, you know, like I said, at nationals, it's, it's not wide open, but everyone is going super fast. Um, and, and no disrespect, but at locals, you've got some of the more laid back guys that are just out there hundred percent, just having fun. And so some of the lines don't develop like they do at nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, from some of that slower traffic going through. Um, so so that, that's kind of my point of view of it. So speaking of that uh, tracks holding water, um, you're 25 minutes away. Uh, we're, getting uh, a lot, we're getting a lot of rain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I've actually got quite a few texts today asking about it. Um, today sure. it didn't rain. Um, but uh, Monday night it, it absolutely downpoured. It rained yesterday. Um, they're calling for almost an inch of rain tomorrow. Um, and I don't know what they're calling for Friday, but I do know it's thunderstorms. Oh, nice. So I would say it'll be good about uh, 6, 7 o'clock on Sunday evening. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's funny because aside from – and I've never been there, but from what I've heard, aside from the, the Ironman facility itself, it, it's kind of a lot of flatland out there. So drainage is not really a, a thing <laughs> for you guys. No, no. Um, and if it does drain, it like it drains, like I said, to those uh, ravines and valleys down there I was talking about like two weekends ago. So it's it's very deceiving. They can look dry and, and great, and then you get down in there, and it's just a swamp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. So uh, what's the training program been like this year, uh, you know, with the back injury? Has that affected you? Did you come into the season with a back injury, or or has that happened since the season started? No, so it actually it has been kind of a – a long-term thing uh-huh. that's just now catching up to me. Um, I actually started training um, last 
October probably. I really started training. I had never really trained before. Uh, never really practiced road. Um, so I got into it pretty heavy there, and I trained all winter long, um, two times a day. I was watching what I was eating, all this and that. Um, and then that's when the back really started flaring up. Oh, you need to go back um, to just eating whatever you want then, huh? <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to lie. That's where I'm back to. I'm not, I'm not going to the gym, um, mainly because they don't want me to inflame my back more than I have to other yeah. than races. Um, so I'm back to, I just actually ate a foot long subway sandwich. Ooh. It was great. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm back to doing my thing just normal. Uh, I had more fun with it that way. And when you're not having fun, you're not going fast. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I'm back to having fun with it. And, um, I mean, that's just the way I've kind of always done it. So it did help me this over winter, you know, to, to get in a little bit better shape. I gained some, some needed weight, I think, um, but once we get this back thing situated, I definitely want to, you know, start riding, you know, a couple times a week. Um, but we just gotta, gotta get my back, uh, kind of pinpointed on what's going on there. Yeah. yeah. It, speaking of fun, I mean, going back to your XC2 championship, uh, year, it really looked like you were having a lot of fun that year. And, um, it just looked like you looked loose on the bike. You looked like you were just really enjoying the, the process of the season. Um, and, and is that kind of what that, that we talk about mindset, is that kind of the mindset you're trying to find your way back to? A hundred percent. You just gave me goosebumps for saying that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, that, that, if I could go back to that year or even just having one more race to, to how I felt that year, um, I would. I mean, it was that year I had an absolute blast. It was, there was a lot of talk of, of, you know, people actually being mad and, you know, Drew and I actually being mad at each other and basically crap talking. But at the end of the day, we were doing what the fans loved. We gave them good shows. Yeah. Um, and that was by far my best, most fun season I've had. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was actually our first, our first, the, our first year of, of having of the it. podcast. Yeah. Like that's when basically only our moms was listening. Um, <laughs> hey, speaking of moms, Mother's Day weekend is, guys. You get your get your mom something nice for Mother's Day, yeah. oh. Austin. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, Brandon sent out the friendly reminder. That's there. right, guys. Don't uh, no anybody yeah. in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but like that year, we really was like paying attention and like really like 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 watching uh, your year and. Uh, I mean, you put some amazing rides in, like consistently up there around that overall podium position. And uh, yeah, man, it just it was an awesome place. And and one thing that we've always noticed is is it just looks like when you make that step from XC XC two to XC one, everybody kind of goes through growing pains. Mm -hmm. And oh yeah, and yeah, and man, if you stick it out, like you know, you're one of the most elite talents that, that in this sport. So. Um, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you can put together, uh, in the future. Yeah. It's like you said, the growing pains it's, uh, I'm sure Ronnie Rush can talk about it too. He's, yeah. he's kind of going through it. I'm still going through it. Um, I think anyone that's came up through John Glotta, um, Hunter Hart, mm -hmm. um, although some of them guys may have grew out of the growing pains quicker, mm -hmm. um, you're all, everyone's going to go through it at some point. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just. It's just a different game starting starting with the big dogs um, than being able to catch them first lap and run with them mm -hmm. uh, and, and know if you're right there with them, you're beating them. Um, so, yeah, the growing pains are real right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, uh, that, I mean, that's probably one of the roughest things to do is line up against a guy that you probably, you know, 
looked up to your whole life and or not your whole life but looked up to a good bit and and you're lying oh, yeah. up next to him and you're like oh dude like i gotta go beat him like what what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah like chris borch for example you yeah. know i got to run with him a little bit this year when i before i even started racing back in 2013 2014 was when i just started getting into it i remember going to the iron man and him and walker coming down to, to the final turn mm-hmm. and here i am what is it eight years later whatever and I'm running with them, and it's 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 like wow. Yeah. I, uh, I I'm here, but you can't <laughs> say I made it because I'm not running with them. So right. Yeah. It's, it's... Uh, it's a cool experience, and like you said, just kind of going through the process and enjoying the process. Um, you definitely have to enjoy it because if you don't enjoy it, um, you shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> right. And that, you know that's a hard thing to do, especially for our listeners uh, that aren't pros, uh, and 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 it's really hard for you guys too because. You know, most of you guys work full-time jobs and, and then also have to do all your bike work and, yeah. and all that. But even just for me, you know, I have a son and trying to get to the races and, and, and do my job and work on the bikes. And and by it's the time tough. you get to the track, it's like, dude, I don't even know if I want to ride. Like, <laughs> go on. Like, and yeah. I, can, I can only imagine for you guys because, you know, you know, like I said, you're probably doing all your bike work, you you know, you and your uh, pit crew and doing all the work and and it's a lot. I'm sure you probably hold some kind of job, right? Yeah. Yeah. I work um, full time at a welding supply company. Um, and then I've got a, my own weld rig that I do stuff on the side with. Um, so I'm pretty much busy, busy as I can be. Um, so I'm actually right now trying to get my race bike for this weekend, you know, top end in it and get it, you know, hundred percent ready. So yeah. it's, it's always, uh, I do my best to not make it a last-minute thing to get the race bike ready, but it does happen. Life happens. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can't complain about it too much because you choose to do it, so that's kind of how I look at it. But there is times I'm like, man, I am stressing myself out. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and, and these type of stories like this is is what we love particularly about the right. ATV side of, uh, of the sport, um, especially is, you know, it, it's as grassroots as it gets. And to see the love and dedication that, that most of you guys have for the sport to where you're working a, a, uh, um, a regular job, uh, putting in the 40 plus hours a week and then, and then still finding time to run at the tip of the spear of the sport is just incredible. Yeah. I mean, like I said, this winter when I was going to the gym twice a day, I was getting up between 4 and 4.30 every day, mm-hmm. um, going straight to the gym, straight home, shower, straight to work, straight back home, gym again, work on, you know, trying to get bikes built, do sponsorship, bed, and repeat. Yeah. yeah. And that, I honestly, I did enjoy it. I did find a love for the gym. Um, I've actually been missing it here recently. Um but I got to listen to my body too, because mm. there for a while I was like, so I was doing the two times a day, trying to build bikes, um, even got a little bit of ride time in there. Um, my body was beat. I've had four mm-hmm. knee surgeries. Um, then my whole back thing started really flaring up and it actually wasn't even until after Florida, I went and finally had my back looked at. Um, and I'm not saying by no means my back's like, super bad but it's it's to the point where i can't i can't run a full race and and make it through yeah yeah so there's some muscle issue back there um and and some um some swelling so 
I've heard, I heard a couple different stories from the doctors. They're actually kind of frustrating me. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll get it pinned down, and, and we'll be back. Yeah. So what do you uh, what do you find time to do for fun between all this? <laughs> uh, to, I mean, I know racing's fun. I know riding's fun. But do you, do you find anything other than time to do anything else? Um, so I, I make time to do I – like, I love to ride side-by-sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually this last weekend we were down in Tennessee riding. Um, but I, I make time for about two, three, yeah, really about two trips a year down in Tennessee. Um, other than that, um, as my girlfriend would say, I live and breathe racing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I try and get her, you know, take her out to dinner every now and then. But for the most part, it's, it's work and racing, work mm-hmm. and racing. Yeah. Um, so like when I said, you, you got to truly love it. I mean, I, I mean that because you live and breathe it yeah yeah and, and the, the fun in it is i think a overlooked important part of it we had jay shadron on uh what was it three or four weeks ago mm-hmm. and he talked about how you know when he was in xc1 he kind of fell out of love uh with the sport and then when he came back left the sport for a little while came back as an amateur <laughs> racer um he re-fell in love with it and look how he's doing now so it's cool that uh uh, you know, you see that like the the love and the passion for the sport is is really the driving force uh, f- for you guys. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. I mean, and we and we've all kind of like the growing pains. We've all gone through those those times uh, where you're like, man, what would it be like to live, quote unquote, a normal life <laughs> where, you're, where you're not going to track every weekend, you're not working on your bike every night. Um, and I I. I can't deny it. I've been there here recently. I'm kind of like, you know, with the doctor's appointments, the trying to get race bikes ready and then going out on the weekends and, you know, making it two laps like I did at Coker or making it the whole race, but, you know, riding 50% out there. But I know deep down if I, if I give up now, you know, I, I'm going to regret it. Right. Yeah. You're going to wonder uh, what if. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I, and I don't want to, I don't want to do that. I've made it eight years. I, I'm not ready to do that yet, but you know, there, there does po- come a point in time where you're like, well, what would what would quote unquote normal be? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I tell my wife all the time I'd probably have a beer big beer gut and uh, probably own a boat. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound half bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. hey uh, hey, don't you know I threw my back out. <laughs> I want this makes me sound really old. I threw my back out a couple of weeks ago with a weed eater. So I mean, back injuries are still going to happen. Whether you're at least yours is a lot cooler, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say the one of the main reasons I finally went and got my back looked at was I mean obviously yeah, at the race I was getting frustrated, but I was vacuuming the shop there at work, <laughs> and I bent over to pick the cord up and I locked up. Oh, I was like, all right, I got I got to get something figured out here. I can't even vacuum before. Yeah. So, so I feel you there. I mean, yeah, it's it's always. I've been so here a couple stupid. times. Brandon and I, Brandon and I coach a sea uh, ball team. And do you remember that practice, Brandon? Yeah. Where like the day that I hurt funny. my back, oh, yeah. he he was, was laughing. laughing. He was laughing. But he he goes ahead and makes me hit hit hit, uh, <laughs> hit ground balls to the kids. Hey, and I when you. I when I would drop a ball, I'd have to bend over like without and it was like funny. bending my back and over. I would throw the ball back. I would, ro- <laughs> I would roll it back to him on purpose. Like oh, oh <laughs> man, I was I was dying. I was, it was terrible. Backs are backs are funny like that, oh, man. Yeah. And and if you have a back injury, like oh gosh, dude, I feel for you. It's it's a rough one. Yeah. Well, and they're you know the doctors like, well, 
this is what's going on. We'll do this or we'll do that. And I'm like, well, all right, well, what's going to fix? They're like, well, we, there's really no fix. I'm like, what, right. what do you mean there's no fix? Like, <laughs> you're out here swapping hearts and people and you can't figure out my back. Right. Yeah. And, but yeah, I mean, they really won't give me a straight answer. Um, yeah. the therapy thing, I've been doing it for a month, month ish now. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it seems to be helping, but once you get to hit that hour mark at the races, um, it's tough. So, And they're probably like, yeah, two hours on an ATV as fast as you can through the woods is probably not the, be the best thing for it. <laughs> no. I mean, surprisingly, the doctor hasn't been like, hey, you need to quit. Right. Yeah. Um, but they're definitely like, do you really need to do this? I'm like, well, yeah, I do. Right. So and unless you tell me I'm doing permanent damage, I'm going to continue to do it. I think when you uh, stop for gas, you need to like slap one of those uh, Shaquille O'Neal um, heating, icy, icy, icy hot patches on your back while you're yeah. getting gas. You know, yes. <laughs> or a tins unit, like slap a tins unit on real quick and it, yeah, put it yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there shoot. you go. So hey, we have a couple of listener questions for you. Uh, since we're live, uh, we had a couple guys reach out. Uh, Devin Masters actually wants to wants to know, and if you will disclose <laughs> this information, uh, what what is your handlebar height? He's trying to set up a Yamaha and uh, would like to ride it up where your yours appears to be. All right. So I'm running. Um one second here. So my stem is a stock height mm -hmm. uh, plus one forward. Okay. And I'm running Renthal CR High handlebars. Okay. Um, but I've got my handlebars turned back quite a bit. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's my setup. There so you, go. um, you got to do a little trimming on the handlebar. Uh, clamp bolts to to not hit the tank or to not hit the tank too bad it definitely still hits the tank but uh, i still get full turning motion and uh, that's what i run so man i always like i like the look of it better and i always like the feel of of, of handlebars like kind of like how you're describing them when the handlebars stick like way up in the air it's just <laughs> awkward looking <laughs> I feel like I'm on a motorcycle with ape hangers. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how guys run run with that. They must run like standing straight up and down. Um, you remember the old 400ex stock ones? They're like up, kind of out. And <laughs> the, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, uh, yeah. And then uh, Walker Taylor asks if uh, you and him are still the most hated. Oh, still the most hated. <laughs> See, that goes that goes back to the whole uh, uh -huh. two days. I remember yeah. that. I actually, that actually reminded me of. Uh, uh, I, I kind of forgot about that nickname, the most hated. Where did that actually come from? Oh man! So we were down in Georgia, um, and my buddy, some of my buddies came um, came down from Indiana. The one being Trey McDaniel, um, him and I've been real good buddies for a long time now, and. Um, I ended up winning that race. Um, there was some issues where I got protested. Um, ended up being in my favor. I mean, I won the protest. I didn't do anything wrong. It just, um, there was some tension there. And he just, out of nowhere, said, man, you're most hated. And then made a post, you know, a post congratulating me for winning and then hashtag most hated. And <laughs> that's that's where it just stuck. That's hilarious. And then from, from there on out, like I said, you know, so, some of the, the talking that everyone I said was doing, 
where everyone thought we were all really super mad at each other and we hated each other. That was really never the case, but man, the fans loved it. <laughs> they, they ate it up. So any chance I had, I was always talking about most hated and this and that, because that's what the people remember and that's what they liked. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, at the end of the championship, you know, Drew and I talked, we shook hands, um, you know, no hard feelings, but, uh, it was a hell of a year, and that's where that came from. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I don't want to call it antics. What what would you call it, Brandon? It's kind of like, um, you I mean you look at McGill. Yeah. And he's kind of the king of of creating a show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Or, or, or with him, maybe I should just say creating a scene. Right. Making a scene. Creating a scene. Yeah, creating a scene. And and but but fans and uh, friends and people just love oh, it. Yeah. Um. And and I really think that that aspect of the sport is what makes people love the ATV guys. I mean, a lot of the bike guys are, are very serious and very strict and you got Stu over there. Stu's a, a different breed yeah. and I really oh, I love, love Stu. I, yeah. yeah, I love what he's doing over there in the dirt bike community because he's almost forcing other people to be like, all right, lighten up guys. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but, but you guys are really good at it and a lot of people play into it. I remember, you know, uh, last year up at uh, snowshoe uh, McGill and, and Walker Fowler who, you know, previous, a lot of people had always thought that Walker was a super, super serious guy, right. you know, with just the, you know, dedication like them, he's the machine, but they were kind of playing it up in the streets a little bit. And, and I think that is really a fun part of the sport. Oh yeah. Yeah. McGill and I, we, we actually had talked last year. We were going to get, um, he was going to get most loved and I was going to get most hated butt patches <laughs> or whatever those things are called. Yeah. 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 Uh, we never ended up doing it, but him and I have always talked, you know, we always like giving each other crap because that's what the people like. And him and I know not to take it to heart. Um, I go out there to the Brogle event. He, uh, hosts every year. I said, I didn't get to make it last year. I'm going to go this year. Um, and we talk all sorts of crap out there and just make good content because that's, that's what people like. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, he's he's very good at it. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know, the, but it, it seems like uh, you're one of his favorites when it comes to uh, <laughs> when it comes to talking crap. So you must be pretty good at it yourself. Yeah. Him and I, I don't know if you've seen some of the racer TV stuff where they did like the, the pro um, it, questions or whatever on there. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. The mid race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so McGill actually went in right before I went in to do mine. And him and I had some of the similar answers that they probably couldn't air. <laughs> uh, and, and they started laughing, you know. And, and so I said, you guys, you guys need to get him and I in there together. Right. Yeah. And then you have to, you know, bleep some stuff out. But it sure would have been a good show. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could get you guys on this show together. Right. That'd be fun. Yeah. 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 We, don't, yeah. we don't even know. I mean, we, we might have to bleep stuff out, but we don't even know where the bleep button is on this We thing. don't even care about bleeps yeah. at this point. We, we, have one of the, we have one of these podcast uh, machines, and we know what three buttons do, and that's about it. So, <laughs> Hey, as long as it works, though. That's all that matters. That's, oh, that's right. We, we, it still gets finicky sometimes. We got our settings <laughs> set, and then we like took a picture of it just in case somebody accidentally ever pressed a button. So <laughs> we, are, we are not the tech-savvy guys that, uh, that uh, somebody that would uh, uh, be doing a podcast okay. you think should be. Yeah, so, again, hey, another, you make it work. Yeah, a shameless plug. If anybody lives in the Bridgeport area, the Bridgeport, West Virginia area that wants to be a, uh, uh, what do we call it? A producer. A producer. 
Come, come work for us <laughs> for, for free. We pay in t-shirts. So pay in t-shirts. <laughs> that's there you right. Go. That's oh, right. Hey, Austin, uh, man, we, we're not going to keep you any longer. We appreciate your time tonight. It's been awesome having you on uh, fun talking with you. Um, Hey, we do have one question though, that we have to ask you. We ask everybody this before they're allowed off the show. Um, and yep. it's, if you had one fast food restaurant and one candy, for the rest of your life. And now that you're off of the strict diet, you know, this yeah. might be an easier answer. Uh, what would it be? Oh, oh boy. One fast food restaurant <laughs> and one candy. I'm going to have to go with, um, man, the candy is going to have to be probably gummy bears. Okay. Classic. Wasn't that a Classic. McGill? answer to maybe that may have been man you guys might be brothers are that you, may have been a mcgill related answer. somehow hey <laughs> okay. they're they're good gummy bears the fast food's gonna have to be um man that's tough you, you can't put me on the spot like that uh, you can't go wrong with chick-fil-a oh yeah yeah that's, that's good you know I've always loved Chick-fil-A. I had Popeyes for the first time, like, last week. You can eat that. It might actually be better than Chick-fil-A. The Cajun chicken? Yeah. Yeah. It was And you can get good. that one on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I still, I'm not trying to t- – like, Chick-fil-A is still bomb. I'm just – it just kind of came to recent memory. First I'm, ever Popeye I'm experience. I'm surprised someone hasn't, like – Set up a Chick Fil A truck at a GNCC race on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> it's not Sunday. That's right, not Sunday, Saturday. Kyle <laughs> says, "Kyle says, what a white girl." I'm guessing. I'm guessing that's a choice. I guess that's a Chick Fil A choice. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot. Yeah. So, man, we appreciate you coming on the show today, and uh, um, I don't know if you know this or not. We have a a fantasy that we do yeah. for for yep. uh, for yep. GNCC. Yeah, and you've been a like a really trending pick. And I would say this weekend being at Indiana, um, you know, it, you might be a solid pick. So uh, yeah, I, you. I, I would say you're going to make your way at least on my team this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Well, let's uh. Let's get through this weekend, get through the next couple of races, and let's uh, let's do this again when I turn this thing around. Yeah, right, absolutely, man. man. And uh, like I said, we're we're planning on being at the uh, John Penton. The John Penton. So uh, we'll uh, we'll try to stop by your pits and talk to you then. All right, sounds good. Thanks, guys. All, All right, man. All right, man. We'll talk to you down the road. Yeah. All see right, ya. Later. Yeah. All right, man. That was Austin Abney. Yeah. Man, he was a good interview. It was. It was that very was good. Fun. It was very that good was interview. A lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, That's one of those ones that we could go on and on and oh, on yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah, especially if McGill was on the line. Oh man. Well, you get him and McGill on the line, and I have a feeling like we we might just have to hit the mute buttons on our mics and just let them go. Nah, we'll, we'll, we'll just call it like uh, after dark and. Uh, just, just let it roll, or like <laughs> we'll do our regular skin show. Max, they're not skin Max, but skin Max, <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. No, uh, I have to call it something like that. But HBO After Dark or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. Um, so, yeah, we got uh, Liam Draper coming up, man. <laughs> you, you've got me off track. I got you all. You got uh, me I, think, I don't think Doug Kurt liked your, uh, liked your answer about Popeye's. Pop- Popeye's bomb, Doug. I don't care what uh, you say, man. They're spice, they're spice, their Cajun mashed potatoes are pretty good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. crispy chicken, yeah. ooh, it was good. Uh, I like the waffle fries, though. Have you had the mac and cheese from um, Chick-fil-A? Yeah, yeah, it's bomb. That's pretty mac. It's bomb. It's, it's mac, mac daddy. <laughs> it's mac daddy. <laughs> hey, I, I, real quick before we get Liam on, I have a little bit of a rant. 
Let's okay, go. Let's hey, I've uh, I've had some listeners talk about um they uh, uh uh they want to see us do like a rant style thing. A rant style. Yeah. Thing. Okay. They called. They, they even had a name for it. I, 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 and if you're the one that that sent this to me, uh, sent this to us, uh, claim credit because I forget who sent it to me. But it was uh, what they call it, the 10 second tantrum. <laughs> so what's your 10, <laughs> 10 second, second tantrum? Well, my 10 second tantrum. So it's not about racing or anything. Mm-hmm. So like, I go to Dick Sporting Goods, buy something. Would you like to donate such and such dollar to the local this, to this? You go to the gas station. Would you like to donate ten cents? We go to Taco Bell. Would you like to round up and donate to? The, I'm like, my gosh, like, do I have to donate to everything? Or would you guys like to donate then, to the Split Line Podcast? <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> but what I hate the most is, and, and a lot of times I donate. But what I hate the most, and I'm like, after I've got asked a question, you almost feel bad if you don't. You do, right? So I, I said, not today. And the lady goes, okay, like with an attitude. I'm like. Are you kidding me? Like, dude, I, <laughs> you tightwad. I know. I don't know. It's just a rant. I don't know. Doug like, Kirk's coming in here with the KFC sandwich. Get out of here, Doug. KFC. <laughs> KFC. KFC, uh, KFC was here for you before. He's out. He's an. Is he? He's an Ohio guy. He's an Ohio guy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the problem. That's what it is. Jeez, you Ohio Those Buckeye guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. It just it, the devil's bothering me. Last week, uh, I'm always at like gas stations and stuff with the job and. And like I said, like you got to just every which way is everybody wants a donation. It's not bad. I just, I don't mind donating, but it's just like after a while, I was like, can I get a tax write off on this or what? (laughs) (laughs) Mm. You know, I've actually heard that some of those donate donations are kind of, uh, bogus. Right. And that's the thing. You don't know. Like Dick Sporting Goods says, go to your local sports team. Have you seen anything? You know what I heard? I heard like that, that Walmart will say, Hey, will you donate to the Salvation Army or whatever it may be? Yeah. But they have already given a donation to the Salvation Army, and then they have you donate to them, and then they will keep whatever is extra. Right. Like, I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, like, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I've coached a good bit of youth sports in this area. I've never heard one time someone say, well, Dick Sporting Goods donated so much to you. Like, du- never heard that. Doug says it's either the KFC or the Applebee's. So Applebee's? Well, that's, that's the only place they have within 20 oh. minutes. <laughs> So let's get oh, Liam, Liam on this uh, on this call before we uh, get this show too far off too the rails. Far off, yeah. Dead air time. This Dead is air. great radio, guys. Yeah. We were supposed to do a commercial, but yeah. Hello. <laughs> hey, Liam. What's happening? What's hey, up, man? man. It's Cooper and Brandon from the Split Line Show. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we're live. I forgot to tell you that. I also forgot to tell Austin that. But, uh, 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 yeah, man, thanks for coming on the show. No problem. Yeah, dude. Uh, so uh, this weekend you were actually at the uh, our, one of our local series. He was uh, 20 minutes away from us. 20, min- 20 minutes away from us, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we, we were... We were at the ATV motocross race, but uh, it was cool to see that you came in and uh, picked up a win this weekend. Yeah, no, it's uh, nice to be back in uh, NPA and doing the local series. I did the Mountain State Saturday, then I went down and did the A Works on Sunday. So it was a, it's fun to go to these local races and uh, have some fun. It's a little less pressure at those. Right. Yeah, it always seems like the local races are kind of like just like a more laid back atmosphere, and uh, you just kind of get to go out and and just you still get a good workout in, still get you know the check clears from the from the uh series and uh just get to have a little bit of fun yeah definitely it's uh so you can show up on uh saturday morning for the mountain state and just show up with your bike on a truck and just go have fun really <laughs> yeah so, uh, yeah to worry about biking tracks and 
and all that stuff. It's good. I like it. Yeah, yeah for sure. So what all uh, series is besides the GNCC are you running in full this year? Uh, I'll do the GNCC and XE2 and then the uh, the U.S. Sprint Enduro Series in Pro 1. Yep. Yep. And you, you were actually just in uh, track 93 there for the U.S. Sprint Enduro, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, we were, we were there. So these – Next few, well, the rest of the year kind of deal is uh, all the races are kind of close within five hours anyway of me here in Waynesburg, so it's nice. Yeah, you're not too far from us. We're we're here and right now we're in Lost Creek, so uh, gotcha down around Clarksburg, West Virginia. So we're we're right around there. Waynesburg isn't too far. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I'm gonna do the next uh, next weekend's Mountain State and the New East Coast too. Oh, cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's cool when you get to a lot of guys, uh, because the Mountain State runs on Saturdays and the uh, New East Coast runs on Sundays, it's a really cool uh, to be able to run both those series. A lot of guys around here do that because they tend to, their tracks tend to be pretty close together. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's pretty cool. Uh, actually, they're, it's funny, their first round of the season, you could see the tracks like from from one hillside <laughs> to the other they were so close oh, to each really? other yeah because yeah. they they alternate racing uh dirt bikes one day and quads the next day and uh um they both kind of just alternated like that so i think like a lot of people like camped at one and then like rode over to the other one it was pretty sweet actually <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah so uh so how's your season going man uh it's going okay it's uh it's going decent i'm just coming back from a pretty big injury with my knee yeah um started off slow um we're making improvements but my knee's just trying to get it stronger and I had a pretty good winter down there at the shoals with Stu. um i went down there because i knew there'd be no no room for complaining with him <laughs> with my injury. so it's probably the best place for me right right yeah, he, uh, huh. dude, that guy's gnarly already back on the bike with the broken neck. So I'm sure he's probably like, dude, get over it. your knees. Your knees fine. <laughs> yeah. I figured he'd be back on the bike as soon as the doctor told him. Um, I've seen, I know exactly how he is. I lived with him for two years. Oh boy. Jeez. I'm sure, I'm sure that was fun. That was a fun experience, huh? <laughs> yeah. I came over here from New Zealand in 2018 and met him in the woods at a GNCC. And then two days later, I was, no longer sleeping in my sprinter van and i moved into his place for the next two years <laughs> that's funny yeah that's that's pretty that's pretty cool i uh you know i was wanting to ask you about your move over here from new zealand um uh what was that like for you and then like over in new zealand were you what type of racing were you doing over there uh so the racing in new zealand's it's similar it's very similar to here just not as big uh -huh. um like a uh, hair scramble, like a GNCC in New Zealand, like you'd get a hundred people to max. So coming over here was like you get a hundred people in Sportsman A in the 10 a.m. race. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy just how big it was. But I kind of got to the end in New Zealand with racing, where that was either come over here or race for fun on the weekends and and get a nine to five job during the week. I'd, I'd won uh, some good enduro titles and cross-country titles, and I actually grew up riding trials. So I have a few trials titles in New Zealand, so I got talking with Paul Wibley, and he got me contacted with a team, the K old KR4 team over here. Mm -hmm. 
and I talked to them and uh, we bought two Huskies. My parents bought two Huskies over here. And uh, yeah, I came here in 2018. Didn't know no one came by myself and got picked up from the airport by the Colin Keegan, the KF4 guy. And yeah, bought a Sprinter van and lived in it for two months and, and met Stu. Wow. That, dude, that takes, that's, I bet that, that was an experience. I mean, uh, I can only imagine, uh, like I, I kind of like panic a little bit when I leave a state and I'm leaving yeah. a country, yeah. <laughs> um, by myself yeah. and coming over and especially at the age that you probably was and, 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 uh, you know, and experiencing a whole new lifestyle pretty much. Yeah. How, how yeah. old were you when you moved over here? Uh, 21. Okay. Yeah. I just turned 21. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit. It was a, it was a big change. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a whole different world. Everything's just so big over here, and everyone's super nice. Though I met some awesome people, and now I have an awesome girlfriend, and live up here in Waynesburg with her two boys, and it's like a family. I only, I see my mom a month ago, now for the first time, and I hadn't seen her in two and a half years. Oh wow! And I haven't seen my dad in two and a half years still. Wow. Yeah, so, I'm sure that would be the rough. I'm sure that would be the roughest part of, of, of this whole experience for you. Um, it, you know, coming over here to a new country where you really don't know anybody and then also being away from your family as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's it's tough. But now I got some some awesome people around me and a family around me. And it's uh, it would be nice to go home and see see my family and friends and stuff. But you can't it's it's pretty hard to jump on a plane for 20 hours and just fly home quickly for a weekend right so um i'm guessing if you live with Stu, they probably didn't have a lot of bow fishing in new zealand right (laughs) no it's funny i never really uh drank much alcohol (laughs) politely uh when i was in new zealand too so a lot of bush I got thrown right in the deep end of a lot of lot of things with Stu. <laughs> we don't we don't carry guns in New Zealand either, and I get in Stu's truck and he's got a pistol on either door. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? Who like, am I with? What I what I get myself into, man? Like, right? But no, there's there's some long nights boat fishing. I actually had a memory come off my phone that we were pulling in at 6 a.m. three years ago, or four years ago today. Oh wow! From boat fishing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, those are some cool experiences, though. I mean, you know, like you, 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 when you've come over here, you've gotten some experience with, at the races. You've got some life experiences as well. Um, you know, when it comes to like racing itself, though, what was the biggest? Was it the amount of people, um, or, or was it the intensity of the races? Like, what was the biggest difference when you when you made the transformation over here? I think it was the people, like, but the intensity. Like, in New Zealand, you could – it's a three-hour race, but no one sprints for three hours in New Zealand because everyone works all week long and no one trains every day like we do over here. So no one's in shape like they are over here, and it's not a job in New Zealand. So, yeah, like, the first race, these guys are sprinting for three hours – with average heart rates of 180 i'm like wow like this this is a big step like Mm -hmm. i got a lot to learn yeah i don't know how they i don't know how you guys do it 
period you know um even getting i don't know either it's a miserable <laughs> sunday night driving home i tell you I oh, guarantee I'm, it. I'm sure you know we just had austin abney on the line xc1 atv pro and a lot of we talked a lot about mindsets and it has to be you have to have a strong mindset to be able to focus on your lines and to be able to focus even what you're doing because you guys are going so fast with such minimal um, minimal chance for error or minimal mm-hmm. room for error. And, and it's cool to see how you guys are able to, I, I think a lot of it's more of a mental game than, than almost anything. 100%. Yeah. I, I think 90% of it's or 80% of it's mental. I mean, you can't train your or put enough fuel in your body for it to last three hours. So that last hour all comes down to mental. And I've actually been working with, uh, Steve Hatch's wife, Denise Hatch, um, lately in the past couple of months. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of mental and like people like Stu and Strang and Ben and those guys, Johnny Gerard is, is they're all so mentally tough. Like, I mean, Stu with his broken neck and, and Johnny, and I've seen Johnny like completely passed out on a finish line, but still won the race. It's, <laughs> You know, for the past two laps, he's been hurting, so it's all yeah. mental. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, just that mind over body type thing. Um, and, oh, hey, you're, uh, I see that your mom is watching. She just commented, so, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's, pretty, that's pretty cool. Uh, what time is it in New Zealand? Uh, they're 12 out. The... Man. 12 o'clock on Thursday, lunchtime there on Thursday. So oh. it's 16 hours. Oh, okay. Oh, sweet. So cool. having lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So you mentioned uh, like looking up to people like uh, Strang. Uh, and I was kind of wondering, is there anybody that, that you really look up to maybe is kind of more of a mentor to you as far as somebody that else that has had the same experience of coming overseas to do this? Is it somebody like a Josh Strang or is there somebody else that you really kind of like look to for guidance in that area? Yeah, I mean, Josh was uh, Josh was actually the first person to uh, first pro rider that popped his head out of a semi at Big Buck in 2018 and uh, introduced himself to me. And I think Josh has been with similar. Came over here from Australia and did the whole van thing, and and now has a family over here and stuff like that. But uh, Rory Mead was uh, I watched Rory in New Zealand race and chased Rory around, and he was like an idol to me in New Zealand and then he came over here so it was even bigger and I actually have worked with Rory for the past few years with the fitness side of things he's he's right into that and he's over in Ohio so I try and try to go see him as much as I can yeah that's that's you know um I was I was getting ready to ask like who you looked up to during your childhood as a racer um but so Roy that's that's Roy a, that's, a that's a really good uh uh, uh, example to be set for you for sure. Um, so, you know, when it comes to the different terrains, how much different is it from New Zealand to here as far as like, 
the terrains that you were used to riding to to what you ride here. And I know that the GNCC, you know, you go from the sands of Florida to the mountains at Snowshoe. And like this weekend, we're going to a fast flowing track like yeah. the Hoosier. Might be muddy. Might be muddy. It might be muddy. <laughs> it's going to be muddy. But, uh, I hope it's muddy. It's going to be. Uh, okay. So you like the mud. So uh, <laughs> is, is that something that you grew up with or is that something yeah, that you kind of. I, I grew up riding in the mud and and stuff like that a good bit of sand riding too um when it was too wet to ride in the mud we had a another forest close to my house that was sand and but we don't have anything kind of like snowshoe or beckley west virginia like yeah the rocky races mm-hmm. but everything's kind of similar you, you get your dirt races and sandy races and stuff like that like georgia but the just the tracks never got rough and we don't have quad races in the woods in new zealand so it was just straight bikes and you only have a hundred and hundred and hundred and fifty bikes on there. It doesn't get, doesn't get rough quick. Yeah. 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 It's funny cause the quads really aren't really, they're, they're not popular really anywhere else in the world <laughs> except for the East coast of the United States. I mean, there is some over yeah, in, in, in the, the West coast yeah, in the work series. series, but, uh, what's your, like, what do you think? Like, what do you think about like watching these quads and the speeds that they're able to run around these GNCC tracks as well? I think it's absolutely nuts. I uh, <laughs> I did a photo shoot with Moose a few years ago, and Adam McGill was there, and I was like, he's like, take my quad for a while. And I was like, no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I ended up doing it, and I did like half a lap at Stu's place, and I was like, this is the worst thing ever because <laughs> a dirt bike, you can get out of the stuff and sometimes ride the edges and miss bumps, but you got four <laughs> wheels, and you're a whole lot wider right but, yeah i take my hat off to those guys riding those things as fast as they do through those woods that are beat <laughs> yeah, yeah it's pretty it's, it's, it's pretty wild yeah it's just yeah cra- it's crazy to me because i ride both like how like the quad uses certain muscles and the bike uses certain muscles and it's just crazy how much different they are you know what i mean like it's just right. it's insane but um, i've i've never watched like a uh a live feed of quads and i happened to watch the last one at uh camp coker and i watched walker and bryson and i don't know how those two passed each other so many times on a track that was i thought was like pretty tight right yeah and that's the thing with with these guys is is to be able to pass uh, it's it's remarkable yeah. and to carry the speeds that they're carrying like honestly um Brandon and I have been talking about that championship battle uh, this whole season, and like we're just praying like no breakdowns, because <laughs> like those two are going to. It's like watching two titans go at it. Right. So, um, uh, real quick. So, when did you start riding? Like, who got you your first bike? Uh, my mom and dad got me my first bike when I was, uh, I think I was two or three. Oh. I was riding a two wheel bike at two pedal bike so i've been my dad's been racing his whole life um he's done six days and and race like that so it's it's been something that's been in our family since i was born really yeah right yeah. right so when the chance to come over to america to race uh popped up i mean i'm sure like he was a they were a driving force in uh you know supporting your decision to come over here yeah definitely um the first year over here i know cost my uh cost mom and dad an arm and a leg and uh 
it's it was good and i mean it still cost them uh they still help me out a massive amount over here it's uh like insurance and visas and things like that that no one thinks about Mm -hmm. yeah it it adds up pretty quick right yeah now with my uh with my knee surgery last year it was a i got a pretty big bill medical (laughs) bill yeah i've had a couple of those (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's 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 a rough part a lot of people don't think about um especially us americans that are um watching you guys come over from overseas and we don't even really think about visas and, and all the stuff you have to go through to yeah. even race over here um and the yeah, money that it costs it's, it's it's pretty crazy yeah it's nuts like in new zealand you don't ambulance and hospital visits are like free like my ambulance ride from john penton 20 minutes down the road would have been free in new zealand and it cost me ten thousand dollars man yeah Ouch. Yeah. Sucks. He's like, next time, just put me in the truck and drive me. Right. <laughs> Do not take me in an ambulance. <laughs> so, so how are you feeling at this? You know, we're coming up on almost being halfway through the season. Um, you know, you came off of an injury, had a surgery and everything. How do you feel like your progress is thus far in your recovery and back to being, you know, close to 100% or 100%? Yeah, I mean it's it's going good. I I lost a lot of muscle. I mean I was I was around seventy eight seventy nine pounds before my before I got hurt, and I lost almost twenty pounds in muscle. So wow, I was super weak. My knees still very weak. I'm uh, just working hard to try and get it stronger, and it's it's coming there. I've uh, been doing a lot of lot more cycling and working with some some new trainers and things like that but i think it's just good that i'm out of my camper and back in the house and right back in these northern races that aren't far away and we got a good group of guys riding with us up here in pa now with the guys at the coastal ranch and coastal facility and then the tealy guys and a few other guys coming and going craig delong's up here so it's been good yeah, yeah. Um, so, what, what do you like the U.S. like the the sprint Dora type races? Um, it seemed like you always do pretty decent there. Yeah, you do do well there. Yeah, I do. I do like them. Um, preferably more uh, the Endura test. I like it when it's more technical and mm-hmm. a little less on the fastest side. But Billy's been doing a good job with them this year, and like I ran them last year and had a blast. Um, and then yeah, this year I think. I think it's a great series. It's an awesome format, and it's a little less laid back too than GNCC. Mm-hmm. It's still a a long weekend. Friday, you got to be there biking the track, but you know you can go out and do a test, and you come back, and all the pro riders are normally sitting together, so we all huddle around, all staring at a phone, waiting for the times to come in, and then <laughs> chat about the test and figure out who went where, and then we all take off on e-bikes before the next one. It's it's fun. It's a good little, little bit more relaxing than a GNCC, but mm-hmm. it's still good racing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's different racing a clock. Um, yeah. It, it you wouldn't think it's very fun as a racer. You'd be like, well, why am I racing a clock? I like to race somebody else. But it, you're racing somebody else 
plus yourself on a clock. It, it, it's kind of weird. And I, th- I think it's the most fun because you kind of get the bench race, like you were saying, like all you guys get back together and you're like talking about the lines and everything else. And I think that's the most fun part about that kind of racing. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's cool. I mean, national Enduro is a, a good too. I did them in 2019, mm-hmm. but it's a, I think it takes more, you know, you got to have someone chasing you and it's one day of racing, which is cool, but, I think the sprints are more fun for spectators too and yeah. people like that. National Endurance, you, you don't see much. <laughs> well, like the National Endurance, you, you're not able to ride the tracks or you're not able to bike the tracks. Do you like, um, do you like the ability to like die basically dissect or yeah, dissect lines like you can with an e-bike um, and really kind of like almost memorize these tracks or do you like the ability to, um, to test your ability to read trail off of off the cuff and to make split second decisions on situations where you haven't seen that trail before? Yeah, I mean, I think the the Sprint Enduro series, it's good to have the e-bikes and and looking at the trail just because you're racing the clock and it's pretty fast. So it's kind of nice to know what's on the other side of things and stuff like that. But I would be fine for GNCC to to not have e-bikes. Yeah. Yeah. We, that's been a big, we've, that's been we've, a big topic. We've talked our, about this to a lot. a lot of you guys and, and, and there's a lot of mixed reviews on, on, on that. Um, but you know, we, we, what led us into though, that topic of, of conversation a lot has been a lot of the injuries, injuries yeah. and we have kind of like come to the conclusion that there's so many different factors when it comes to these injuries. Like you guys are able to run a top speed, for so lap. long mm-hmm. and for so long during these races that that you know um you're riding on the edge for a lot longer but then the ability to you know bike the track almost as much as you would race the track in a weekend um um gives you guys the ability to to really be able to pinpoint the fastest lines and memorize the tracks so you kind of like i kind of agree i think i think if you weren't able to see the track as much it would it would actually help uh maybe help the situation of, of, of injuries and, and whatnot. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, so even on when last year, when we could bike it on Fridays, I mean, sometimes you do it twice on a Friday and then twice to three times on a Saturday and, mm-hmm. or once on Friday, three times Saturday. I mean, there's a lot, when you go out there and see it the last time on Saturday evening, like there's, there's e-bike ruts it's like there's people being around it so many times and lines change constantly and there's hot lines here and there and i think if they limit it to maybe sunday only or just take it away completely but i don't think they would ever take it away completely being specialized as a title sponsor yeah That's that's what um, everybody's been saying. It's it's going to be hard because e-bikes are awesome. I mean, it's good that we have the e-bike races right. and all this, yeah. and, and they're, they're coming to our sport. It's great to if accept them. If we ever them. want an e-bike sponsorship on this show, Brandon, you better not say to take right. them away. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying right. it's, it's going to be hard. It's, it's a hard thing, and, and I don't know what the what to do or what the rule would be or whatever, but um, – I thought it'd be, and we talked about this. I think we had Thad Duvall and we said yeah. this, like, I, I thought it'd be cool if you could only do it one time, if you could do it one time, but then that is such a gray area and you'd like, have guys to cut. Right. Yeah. I think they should be like a, 
like a session Saturday night or Sunday morning early, yeah. you are not allowed to be on the track with that with an e-bike unless you are like seven o'clock in the morning e-bike session let's go you know what i mean like set a time yeah this I is like your that. top yeah. e-bike you know what i mean yeah i like that idea yeah. that's cool yeah but something like that it's got to be something like that because if not everybody's just going to be out biking whenever right. cutting into tracks i think it's good that they took friday away i think it's i mean it's a lot better for us because it got it was getting a little ridiculous yeah, like you were leaving thursdays to just get to the race <laughs> everyone else was biking on friday so you you got to be there Friday morning, and yeah, it's it was getting out of hand. So I'm glad they took Friday away. That's crazy. I couldn't imagine leaving for a race to get there. Like I got to bike yeah, the track, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Have you ever almost uh, gotten hit by a quad on Saturdays? <laughs> yeah. So funny story. That's when I first met Stu. It was 2018 at Georgia. I just got. I was borrowing someone's e-bike. So in New Zealand, the brakes around the other way Ooh. On, a, on a pedal bike <laughs> oh. and i would just met Stu, and he's like come bike with me so i was like all right like i looked up to Stu when i watched him at home so i was like oh yeah so <laughs> he's behind me and he's yelling at me he's like quad coming well we were going down a hill and it looked like a sweet jump to hit on a bike and i started ripping took off on this e-bike jumped it well in the air I grabbed the wrong brake, and as I landed, the brake I grabbed was the front brake. Oh. It was completely locked up, and I was in for in down a hill, and there was a quad, like, right behind me. Oh, <laughs> How awesome would that yeah. be if that quad had the GoPro on and saw it got your crash or oh, something? Yeah. <laughs> I've had some pretty good crashes, like, getting my head around riding these bikes with the brake systems around the other way. Around the right, yeah. That would be weird because you're – yeah, so used to the brake being. Was this before your first ever race in the U.S.? No, this was round three in Georgia. Okay, I, I was gonna say, Florida. I was gonna say, could you imagine that call back home, like, "Hey, mom and dad, like, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wrecked," right. and they're like, "Oh no, uh, yeah, it was a bicycle that I wrecked." <laughs> right. Oh jeez. Yeah, well, yeah. And the reason why I asked that is because um, I, I ran, I've ran a few of the. Uh, the uh, ATV GNCCs the past couple of years, and and I've noticed like, man, there was a lot of e-bikes out during that afternoon race, and um, um, I've seen videos of guys almost getting hit, and it's never you never see the the pro dirt bike guys right. like typically getting close to getting hit. Like what you had happened was a little bit different, but uh, uh, there's a lot of people out on the track sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I I I will not go out with pro quads. Well, any quads on the track and bike it. Normally, I go out right as the, I think it's the 11 o'clock, the 4x4 four four quads. Uh -huh. I'll sit at the finish line and wait for the checkered flag to go out and go as soon as that the leader comes in. And normally, I can make it back just before the pro quads. So. Mm -hmm. And that's the safest time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's the safest time because even though these those quads were loud, they could probably sneak up on you if you weren't paying attention. Uh, right. So hey, we have a uh, listener question. Bill Morris asks, um, uh, do you have a go-to food, uh, go food or go-to meal the night before a race? Um, I normally eat either chicken, salmon, or something like that, but... I think I know what he's getting at is I like to eat lamb, which is sheep. Oh, <laughs> nice. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Is is oh I meant we remember XE XE gear. I meant meant to ask uh why yeah. there's a sheep beside you. Oh, your, that's why right? there's a goat. Yeah. Is that why there's a goat? There's sheep. It's a sheep. It's, it's not a goat. sheep. But yeah. So I at home I stayed on a farm a lot when I was growing up, and it's a sheep farm. And Stu always used to make fun of me and think that I put the back legs of a sheep in big tall muck boots and wear rubber gloves. <laughs> And yeah, I'm sure there's some kids listening, so we won't finish it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get what we're putting down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we, so it. when I lived at Stu's, Stu we we know Stu's humor. There's a sheep in my ro- in the room. I stayed in oh, on the geez. roof and on the walls and stuff. And now my helmets on the back of them have sheep on them. Oh, nice. Okay, I like it. I like it. That's funny. Oh, geez. Uh-huh. I, I can only imagine that, that would probably go on. I probably went on the, the whole two years you lived there, right? Oh, yeah. It was constantly something. You were just waiting for the next thing, like what was going to happen next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun, though. I, I mean, there's not many people that would open their home up to someone they've never really met mm. to to live with them. And, uh, yeah, Stu and Jade did that, and it was it was awesome. I learned a lot. I'm I'm sure you're probably telling your mom some of this stuff, and she's probably like, "I told you to stay away from those guys." <laughs> yeah, like there's some fun. Yeah, I could tell stories upon stories of oh, some of the stuff he's done. I've seen. I bet. Yeah. No, right. oh, geez. So you know, well, mentioning food though, like, uh, what is the biggest difference? <laughs> you know, coming over here, like, did you have to like get used to the, get accustomed to the food over here? Um, was that something that was an issue for you or, or were you able to kind of, uh, pick it up and run when you got here? Um, it was a little, quite a bit different. Um, I feel like the food over here is twice as big. Like the servings are twice as big for a mm. start. Uh-huh. I, mean, um, Man, I get upset cause I think it's not as big. <laughs> like i came got to uh i went to la first and i got like a burger in la airport and it was ginormous (laughs) and i'm like there's nothing there's no burger in new zealand that compares to how big this thing is (laughs) but no i was just i think everything's just a little more processed over here Mm -hmm. than what it is at home um and things like you guys put a lot of sauces on things like mayonnaise ranch Mm -hmm. like i'd never really heard of ranch until i came here really ranch is like a staple here (laughs) yeah and everyone's like can i have ranch can i have ranch i'm like with wings with burgers with fries (laughs) salads ranch and mountain dew it's what we live off of in west virginia (laughs) ranch kind of counteracts the uh benefits of a salad a little bit (laughs) right oh shoot so you probably it was it wasn't too bad um i got i mean i stayed in my van for two months so it was kind of living off cheap kind of meals and then when i moved to stews it was he loves to cook so it was like big good meals and now my girlfriend cooks good meals and i eat pretty healthy and and try to but after the races it's it's straight to a fast food restaurant or yeah which leads us to a good question or... yeah that actually leads us to uh, our, our toughest question of the podcast what would be your we always ask this to every guest that comes on the show and um i don't know if you 
if there's a fast food restaurant over in New Zealand that you would choose. But uh, we always say, what would be your favorite fast food restaurant? And also, what would be your favorite candy if you had to pick one? Uh, I'd probably say Zaxby's for the fast food place. All those uh, Southern races, we uh, we love to get Zaxby's on a Sunday night after yeah. a race. And then uh, I like Snickers peanut butter. Oh, okay. okay. Nice, nice. Now, uh, I tell you, like, and I don't know if it's just me, but, like, after a race, like, I can never get enough food. What about you, Brandon? Right. Yeah, I, don't, I can't. Like, is that the same for you, Liam, or, or, or do you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I'll order a couple burgers and some fries. A couple U.S. burgers at that, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. He's gotten then, accustomed. Uh, I make a complete mess. Like, I'll order it, drive through, or pick it up or whatever, and just carry on driving home. And Nikki's looking at me sideways. I got barbecue sauce and ranch all over my face fries laying on the floor and man you've been completely gone. americanized like you were talking yeah. about like no sauces and now no you're ordering ranch. two burgers like, and all the sauces yeah. oh yeah yeah no great. yeah my wife will be like like after a race she would look at me like 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 are you still hungry mm-hmm. and i'm like listen, yeah. listen i just burnt like four thousand calories it's okay <laughs> right yeah it's it's crazy what we what you put your body through and then feel like absolute crap afterwards. Right. Yeah. And then go and do it again the next. I know. Weekend. It's like I can't wait till next weekend. Yeah. yeah. Do it again. <laughs> so you're talking about uh, you know let's just before we let you go, um, uh, you know you talk about you're hoping that it's muddy this weekend and uh, is. Is this a track that you like um, in the Ironman track and and with it potentially being muddy? Like, are, are, is that something you're really looking forward to this weekend? Yeah. I mean, uh, to be kind of honest, I wish I was at Ironman last year for the last race in mm. that mud. Um, but I was laid up on the couch. So I'm, I'm hoping it's muddy, but I don't want it to be that muddy. It just <laughs> trashes stuff and takes the next week to clean your camper. But I would like it to be on the muddier side rather than the dry side. Well, Austin Abney lives 25 minutes from there, and he said it's going to be muddy. It's most likely. Yeah, he said uh, it's been rain Monday, Tuesday, nothing today, but then another inch of rain on Friday or tomorrow, and then Friday thunderstorms. So yeah, he said it'll probably dry out about uh, Monday, the Monday after the race. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's good with me. I mean. <laughs> My mechanic may not like the cleanup, but I like riding in the mud. Hey, I think, you know, if if you have a really good finish, I think uh, your mechanic would be okay with uh, the cleanup after a really good finish. Huh? Right. <laughs> yeah. Makes, makes the cleanup nicer when you go home with a trophy. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, man. Well, we're in your corner, man. We're rooting for you. Uh, you know, I um, uh, want to see you do good this this weekend. And uh, we might actually be at the next. Uh, John Penton. D- we'll, we'll be at the John Penton for sure. Oh, the Mountain the, State. The Mountain State, yeah. yeah. If we're at the uh, the next Mountain State, we'll, uh, we'll hit you up and talk to you a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yep. I plan to be at the Mountain State and hit as many locals around this area as I can. 
Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Well, hey, man, we really appreciate your time coming on the show. Uh, we appreciate, uh, hey, we appreciate getting listeners from New Zealand. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. a first. Worldwide. That's right. Yeah, world, yeah we're going to be split line worldwide. 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 Yeah. Worldwide. <laughs> that's a movie reference. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, Liam, thanks for coming on the show, man. And, um, uh, yeah, we appreciate your time tonight. And we'll uh, – We'll uh, be talking to you down the down the road. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, hey, we actually had one last question come just pop in. Just pop in for you, uh, and they want to know how you liked the A Works we, uh, last weekend. And it was a mutter. Uh, a Works last weekend was a blast. I had a lot of fun. How'd you end up doing there? Uh, I won there. Uh, nice, yeah. nice. The A Works always puts on a really nice series. Yeah, they always put a really nice series on. Yeah, I'm gonna try and try. And, I think I'm gonna miss two more, but I'll be able to finish the rest of them. Okay, awesome, cool. awesome, yeah. man. Well, hey, man, good luck this weekend. And uh, uh, like I said, as soon as we uh, get to a track that you're at, we'll we'll swing by and uh, say hey to you. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, man. All right, man. We'll, we'll talk to you down Have the road. All right. All right. Later. Yeah. All right, man. It's New Zealand, man. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Hey. Thanks for coming on the Sue, uh, on the show, Sue. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. We appreciate you listening. So it's pretty cool having uh, having Liam on and having uh, uh, his family listen. Yeah. You know, you know, I could not imagine. Oh, I couldn't. My I, wife wants me to move to like the Carolinas, and I'm like, no, I can't. I got my family here. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. You gonna move? No, she wants me to move. Like she wants to listen. Like, go I'm not good enough at this podcast <laughs> stuff to to be having like a Zoom connection <laughs> and like some janky like oh, yeah, she's, like gypsy style gypsy uh, uh, gypsy tales style show. Right, like, I, we listen, can't do that. I'm just saying, like she wants me to move to like the Carolinas. I'm like, no, like I got family here. How are you supposed to like just get up and move? I couldn't do it. Um, I saw props to him, man. If he can, you know, moving from a country 20 hours away, like, yeah, that's yeah. insane. It's literally 1230 over there on Thursday, Thursday. on it's Thursday, Wednesday. Yeah. 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 They're living, in, they're living in the future, the future. They're living in the future. Tell me who wins the world series or something. <laughs> <laughs> Still <with> some money. <laughs> so no, but I, like I said, you know, coming clear across the world to chase your dreams into two. It's such an admirable thing to do. And I really like to hear like who he, who he was able to have as a mentor. mentor. And, and it's really cool. The GNCC series, he has a lot to choose from. And I really like, you know, when we had, um, we had Josh Strang on the show uh, a while back. We need to get him on the show again soon, yeah. especially since he's uh, back riding. Back riding. Um, he has really taken a leadership role in mentoring a lot of people that come overseas and, and, and to, to chase the same dream that he was chasing. So, um, you know, I knew that that would be a good uh, mentor for him to have. Uh, and, uh, I mean, Stu's a pretty good mentor as well. Yeah. As oh, well. I'm surprised uh, having that kind of mentor, he doesn't have a criminal record. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I mean, I mean, could you imagine coming over from New Zealand, no guns or anything like that, hooking up with Stu and hopping in a truck and look over and you're like, here's a 45 or something and nine millimeter the other door. And yeah, but I tell you what, though, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, <clears throat> Stu gets into a lot of stuff like with, you know, the bow fishing and everything. Yeah. But like he teaches like these guys like like Liam, like like, you know, 
Like, let's have fun. Yeah. We're, we're, you know, I, I really, we talked about it a little bit with, with Austin. Um, I really love the, the push for let's make this a fun, fun. sport. It doesn't, you, you can, you can be serious because there's really nobody more serious than Stu. Right. When it comes to yeah. results. I'm sure, like you said, he puts expect- a show on. Like, not really a show, but. He shows us his fun side. He doesn't really show us his serious side. Uh, I, he, I mean, but does he though? I mean, on because a race like day he does. when 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 you hear when he talks to us, like he's a very confident person. Mm-hmm. And you know, some people it could come off as cocky, but other people it's like it's like you know, mm-hmm. I just know what to expect of myself. Well, this is my job. It goes back all. to Coach Rob and mindset. Yeah. If if in my mind that I can beat you. Every time I'm going to beat you. Every time it's yeah, like, he's already beat you, yeah. And then Stu talks a lot about uh, a lot about when Caleb Russell was racing, how Caleb was wasn't worried about anybody else, right. and yeah. that's wherever all these guys have to be. And um, you know, I don't know how we've gotten off on this tangent. That, well, I was going to say yeah. that brings me to my next question. Since Strang's back, Stu's back riding. Do you think Ben Kelly gets that uh, sweep, or thinks thinks he goes undefeated, or now since everybody's coming back, or what? Well. I still don't think we see Stu this weekend. I don't, I don't think we see I, him I this weekend. I mean, if you weekend. can ride National Enduro, you know. You know how Stu is. I know how Stu is. I didn't Stu think is. he'd be riding right now. I didn't I think he'd be, be back on a bike. I know. And it is. it, it would be hard to – I know. There's a chance. There's a <laughs> there's, chance. It's you know, the more I, you know what I mean? Know, the more you talk about it, like he's not – you know, if he's back on a bike, he's, he, he yeah. might be racing. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going out ball's wall, but – I'm, I I would be very surprised for him not to line up because like I'm like well you can ride that why can't you go and ride this yeah you know yeah you know? absolutely I don't know I don't know that's my thought no absolutely so that kind of leads us into uh, the picks for the weekend let's go ahead and get our yeah our, our we've not done this in a while I know it feels weird we got some practice hey guys make sure that you uh, go play split line fantasy, fantasy. this weekend um, if what, you've never what are we played before again? we are winning a guts racing seat cover all right. Customized, right? Like yeah. you can get. It's not just a plain black one. No. You send us collars and everything. Yeah, guys. yeah. No, um, uh, Andy Gregg over there at Guts Racing, phenomenal dude. Awesome uh, dude. He yeah. loves putting Guts seat covers on any bike that he can, and uh, he, he was gracious enough to give us one to give away, um, custom ordered for ATV dirt yeah. bike, whatever, um, for the winner of the Split Line Fantasy. Now, you know what's cool is we've been doing this for this will be our sixth round. Mm-hmm. We've not had one person win twice yet. Right. So the first time we have somebody win two prizes, we might have to change up the way we give away prizes. Right. But I don't know. You know, you you earned it. Yeah. You well, earned it. That's you earned it. that's true. Maybe if they win a third one. Maybe. Maybe if they win a third <laughs> one. So if you never played before, all you gotta do is go to Instagram or Facebook and send us your team. Uh, we post our we post the handicaps. Um, if you don't know how to play, we have a YouTube video on our YouTube channel that teaches you how to play right. the game. You know what we're really bad at when we start this podcast we never say share or like or anything but if you can share hey, this video hey listen we are worldwide now <laughs> worldwide we don't need chairs miss miss sue draper is listening to us from from new zealand so i mean that's about as sharing as you can get 
Yeah. Like we we appreciate the listeners and we appreciate all you guys. Like honestly, if you we really appreciate the support that we've gotten from this show. It show it's grown a lot. Yeah. Whenever we it's were true. talking whenever we were talking to Austin and talking about the first couple of shows that we did uh in his uh, XC2 um season, like it really was right. like our moms <laughs> listening. <laughs> yeah, it was. We had like three people, right? We we didn't have very many people, but we you know, we really appreciate the support and how far this has came. I don't really want to talk about that too much because you guys didn't come on this show to listen to us. Have Come a sappy on. story about how yeah, good, how, yeah. how cool this show is, but uh, it's been cool to 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 be able to have yeah. this place to come and talk to you guys. About what I love, racing. what I love is like because we're, we're better the... talking about it than we are doing it. Yeah, well, at this point in our lives, anyways. Uh, uh, I mean, we never went pro or anything, but could have, could have done <laughs> it, could have done it, man. Could no. throw a pigskin quarter mile. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, what I think is really cool about it is like at the track, people come up and we're talking. Like I just love talking to people about racing, man. I yeah. love. Uh, dirt bikes, foolers, motocross, GNCCs, hair scrambles. I love it all. Yeah. I love all the racing there is about it. Um, and we follow it all religiously. We try to. Yeah. I mean, we might miss something here and there, but as much as we can, like we follow. We everything. follow from, from mountain state hair scrambles clear up to supercross GNCC. Motocross. Uh, we don't get really over into the, uh, the work series type stuff yeah. over there on the West coast. Unless, unless our boys like Hunter Harder over there racing. Right. But, uh, um, we try to stay on the East coast. We try to stay on the East coast and Midwest racing. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, but, uh, man, Oh, before we got, we, we just talked about doing our picks and we didn't do them. Oh yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. so uh, do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? Um, I'll go quads first. You go bikes first. Okay. Go ahead. Go quads right. first. Qu- quads. Um, Devin P hands going to win. Um, Bryson Neal second Fowler third. And uh, that's it. I know who you're picking for bikes to win. Who's that? Because you, you have to. Well, I don't know. I, you I want, made a I want you guys, if you listeners, I want you guys to blow Stu Baylor up so bad where you have to make a post this week if he's racing or not. Because I need to know. Do you know if Stu's racing? If he would race, where do you think he would finish? Well, it all depends. He's, Three hours is back, tough. Three hours strings, is tough. Strings back. But he, he's so mentally tough, though. You know what I mean? That dude will, I know. That dude will suffer out there. He will suffer. I know. But the three... If he would have been able to train over this injury, mm-hmm. then I'm with you. But the fact that he wasn't able to move and he was basically forced to be couched. Yeah. I don't know. It it, it mean, makes it tough. Now he I'm came not, off the couch last time maybe no, 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 the summer break. But he and, was and, but he and, was able to train. Yeah. He was know. able to keep his stamina stamina up. <laughs> um, you know, I I would say that he could still top ten it though. Oh, for sure. For sure. I I I, I would say but, top but here's five. A, here's I, the, I would say if he's not on the po- if he's not on the podium, he's right off of it. Hmm. I say that now, but like knowing full well, like like if he does put himself through that and and and, and is able to progress and, by the time we get to snowshoe, well, I, he could be back back to form. You know, if he does ride this weekend, we're looking at muddy conditions. Slows down the pace. Slows down the pace, and I think he can. Uh, I think it gives him a better chance. What do you think? But the mud, mud, mud will slow down the pace. It can't run as fast in the mud. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, what, I don't what's know. your quad picks? Oh, hey, Liam, Liam texts us and said he is not racing. Oh man, Liam would know. Hang on, I was sitting there, I was like, who is this? Real quick, but like it's Liam because <laughs> like I just, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't put All it in my right, phone yet. He's not racing. All right, so that's the end of that debate. Or, 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 or uh, way to go. Thank you. 
Thanks, Liam, for <laughs> thanks. ruining it. Just, you thanks ruined, for ruining it, You ruined it, Brandon's night. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm going to, uh, uh, for ATVs, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Dark Horse. Oh, jeez. Not too Dark Horse, though. I'm going to go Hunter. Hunter? Okay. Hunter for the win. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you know he's feeling it. I was listening to him on on Hardcore Harvey's uh, Life Behind the Pros with the Pros uh-huh. last night, <laughs> uh, and Hunter, I think I think he can pull off the win, um, and then I think uh, it's a toss up between between Walker and uh, Bryson. But uh, I'm gonna go Hunter, Bryson, Walker, mm-hmm. and then uh, just off the podium. I'm going to go Austin Abney. Abney. I think he has Austin a good run. Abney. Yeah, he yeah. can have a good run. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, especially, like I said, especially the mud. I like. You know who I think would be be fun to see them battle is him and Feehan. Yeah. Or, or as you like to call Feehan. Feehan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He probably hates me, but uh, it's funny to say. I don't know. Send him that T-shirt. Every, every time. <laughs> he wouldn't hate you so much. I know, right? Every time uh, uh, I say it, it just brings a smile to my face, so. It does you too. Like every time I say it, you just laugh. It does. I just think of somebody playing hockey. I just I can't help it. <laughs> hockey. But okay, over oh, on the bike geez. side. Um I mean I'm gonna pick Ben until Ben doesn't win. Okay. Uh Ben's just kind of in a league of his own right now. He huh? kind of just seems to be doing it so effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Um and then how oh, um then uh, I'm gonna pick Ashburn, and then I'm gonna say if Strang's racing, um, Liam. If 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 I'm wrong about that, <laughs> make sure let me know. But uh, if Strang's racing, I'm gonna say Strang comes off the couch and gets a third because he has been able to train okay. uh, over this time. I've seen him on the bike um, riding. I've seen him on a quad yeah. uh, blitzing through <laughs> through a rhythm section with one arm. So right. if he can do that, I think that he's going to uh, he's gonna be able to come back and come back to full form because like whenever he left the series, yeah. he was finishing in the uh, podium positions he was right. finishing second well i mean i'm sure he's been doing some riding because even after what four weeks ago ah, strang will be racing thank you liam <laughs> uh, correspondence that's right I like Liam, it. do you want to be our, our uh, <laughs> producer our producer <laughs> <laughs> no uh but like four weeks ago so yeah. i can say strang was uh at the point to where he was almost going to race you know that yeah. that race no, so, i agree so i'm sure these last three weeks he's been on the bike he's been riding he's he's uh he's good to go um but I'm going to go with another dark horse because it's going to be muddy this weekend. I'm going to say Grant, ba- Grant Baylor wins. What do you think about that? He was just come off the podium. Just came off the podium. Had Grant a good Baylor. run at the yep. uh, sprint or at the uh, national US, at the national Endurance. Yep, he's good at that stuff. It's if it's muddy, technical, he's going to be good. It's going to be a lot of bike ruts. Um, so you so have him finishing where? First place. Nice. He's going to win. Mm-hmm. He's going to win. Um, and then I'm going to go uh, Jordan Ashburn and then Ben Kelly on the podium with a Craig DeLong close fourth. Nice. So, nice. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's where I see it at. Uh, it, you know, it, it, those, those, any of those four can switch. Uh, I just get tired of picking Ben Kelly right now at this point. <laughs> I gotta ho- we got to hope that well, there's somebody that's got to. Well, okay. But, but at the end of the day, like, if he, you know. I mean, if he wins them all, he wins them all. If he wins them all. But I don't think he will. But, I mean, it'd be cool to see history be made, right? Uh, you know. Or would you rather see history be made when there's a – when the full, cur- full field is in? Like, now, if, if everybody was in, if everybody was, in, was he, healthy. Yeah, he and, wouldn't be able to win. And all the top contenders were healthy and he won every race, I'd be like, dude, that's insane. You yeah. know what I mean? Right now, it's like, 
you know, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I see you, Ben Kelly. But you I gotta be, you. you gotta be, you gotta be there to win. Yeah, you do. I mean, that's just part of racing. I mean, you know, there'll be no asterisk beside it. If no, he goes no, no. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from the dude. Like he's still a bad dude. But uh, I'm but, see, I'm so I'm disappointed. You know what? The funny thing is, I'm gonna change my pick. I'm gonna change my pick <laughs> oh, right here we now. Go. Here I'm we going go. to go Ashburn first Peer and pressure. Ben Kelly second, just because you have picked Ashburn <laughs> to win every single round Listen. this year, and you said I'm gonna pick Ashburn to win I, until he wins. I was going to and I feel like I'm that guy that bought that jersey and like ruined his whole yeah, season. So, so I'm going to lay off of him a little bit. So the one weekend you don't pick him is going to be the weekend that he wins. So I'm <laughs> picking him. Jordan Ashburn for the win this weekend. Oh jeez. I love it. I love it. Nah, it's it's it's, it's going to be a fun weekend. Um, did you see that guy that was like parked there for, since Tuesday? Uh, I think the bottleneck live put so, it up there. Somebody that lives there has to just like <laughs> drop their stuff off, right? Uh, like, I mean, so they're not staying there. Uh, they're not staying there, are they? Yeah, I mean, it was a big camper, so you know, I need to know. see somebody outside, like with I like know, cooking right? hot Grilling dogs, like and that, everything. Before I believe that somebody's staying there. I mean, the where's he get all this water from? <laughs> <laughs> well, the water doesn't drain very well in Indiana, right? right? That's that's kind of what uh, Austin geez. told us. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna hey, be good, man. Let's shut this show down. We're almost at two hours, Brandon. I need you to to go ahead and. Hey, if you guys haven't heard, don't leave just, <laughs> don't yet. Leave just yet. Don't leave just yet. Yeah. The best sponsor read is coming up. The sponsor uh, read. And is this is how up. this is how you guys, Liam, uh, Austin, like if you guys get on the uh, on the podium, like witness an expert right oh, here, yeah. an expert on, on, I love it. on reading I love off it, the sponsor list. Go yeah. ahead, Brandon. All right, guys. Um, listen, guts racing stands for tricks. All right, that 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 T in there, it's trick. All right, trick seats. You know, Greg's ultimate trick seats, you know, got to love it. Um, so if you want a trick seat, dude, I mean, what's better to come in your garage and see a nice, I mean, the bike already looks good, right? Started right. looking good, but then yeah. you get that nice seat. You're just like, dude, look at that seat. You know? Sick, bro. Sick, bro. You know, I got to love that. Um, no, uh, but dude, they're awesome over there. Uh, support Andy, Greg, and them. They're, they're an awesome company. They, they really support us really well. And, um, to support them uh still savers guys money if you if you love saving money all right affordable products which right now right now you need to save money right save money gas prices going back up man did they go down Uh, they uh, just a tad i mean uh, did you see the sam's club was like 367 or something it was like a line clear to the clear to uh georgia or something i don't know but anyways um save money right now guys um you can even save money with a great great uh sponsor code what's split line capital s Save 25%, already on affordable prices. It'll save your forks, your seals, Apple Watch, Polar Watch, whatever. Um, even some uh, palm savers. Need some palm savers. They'll hook you up. Some thumb savers. Right. Um, if you don't have them this weekend in the mud ooh, in Indiana, yeah. you're going to wish you would. Yeah, I think they might even have some for the grips or something, you know, like to cover them up. Um, uh, Sunstar Channon's Brockets. Mm-hmm. Best. If you guys are going to run in the mud this weekend, Get, get you a good uh, sealed up chain from Sunstar Chance Brockets, man. Um, it's what I run. Um, it's what a lot of Austin Abney runs them. If you don't trust them, um, I think Hunter Hart even runs them. Bryson Neal runs them. Uh, dude, check them out. Uh, they're an awesome, awesome of, product. Ma- made of case hardened steel. Case hardened steel, man. That's right. That's what, that's what you tell the ladies. <laughs> case hardened steel. No, nah, I'm just joking. Uh, anyways, um, but awesome. If uh, you want to save some money, 30% off. Uh, the code split line split line 30 yeah split on 30 and uh, if you want to after you get all that done and you want uh, a little bit of uh, 
A little bit of comfort, right? A little bit of comfort. Cushion. Cushion? A little cushion? A little cushion. <laughs> Not what it said. Anyways, uh, you know, uh, XC gear is where you want to be, right? It's, it's, they're a little, you know, a little pricey. Not really pricey, but a little bit of, little bit of money. But it's a great investment. It is a great investment. Great investment. Best bar mount, best bar clamp right. you can have. Right. Great investment, guys. Um, Anti-vibe. Awesome. So, make a 360. 360. Put it on the bike. Yep. Hammerhead. When you're riding the trails, when you're right. riding the trails with the Liam. Right. Put the, he uh, definitely needs to make a three or the he, hammerhead the hammer for, the, for that. Yeah, yep, definitely absolutely. needs the hammerhead. And uh, then, guys, um, be like Liam Draper and Adam McGill and go run uh, Mountain State Hair Scramble Series, guys. After they you, are after you get all that stuff on your bike, yep. take it to the Mountain State Hair Scramble Series. Right, and have fun. Have fun. We always lose. We always lose the fun of it most of the time. Yeah. Um, even though we only race for plaques and uh, to, not money, and we talked to whatever. Austin about it. Uh, Bringing yeah. back the fun of the sport, that's yeah. that's what it's all about. i got to find the fun of it again. Yeah. Not really. Like, just you're beat down. You're tired. Just got to go have some fun, man. Yeah, just got to right. loose. Get loose. Next week, Jeff Harvey will be joining us in the studio. Yeah. We're going to be talking a lot of ATV racing. A lot of ATV racing. Going to be talking a lot oh. about how our man went and Hoosier. Absolutely. It's yeah. going to be a good show. It's going to be a good show. We, we do, um, hopefully have some couple guests to, to be announced. We have a few in mind. Yeah. You, let us know if you, what you might, maybe who you might want to uh, listen to Jeff Harvey and uh, us uh, talk to you over the line. So if, uh, yeah. if you have any suggestions, hit us up. And don't forget your picks, guys. Get your picks in for the Split Line Fantasy. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Facebook. I think Liam Put Draper is going to be on mine. Mud Rider. Yep. I think Liam and Austin are going to yep. be on my teams. Yep. You guys are on the team. So, yep. uh uh, get your guys' picks in. Um, we've been having almost 100 players play every single week. It's, right. it's been a lot of fun. So uh, uh, get in on the action, man. Yep. And uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the show. Episode 74. That's the closer. Let's go. Peace. Peace.